This is MRN Classic Races, presented by Sunoco, the official fuel of NASCAR. And also brought to you by Hercules Tires, right on our strength. The following is a presentation of MRN Radio, the voice of NASCAR racing. Today, it's the final short track race of the NASCAR Winston Cup season, the Napa 500 at Martinsville, Virginia. When the circuit visited this tight half mile back in April, John Andretti scored a tremendous come-from-behind win, overcoming an early problem. John Andretti spins in front of oncoming traffic. Andretti's late rally kept fans on their feet right to the checkered flag. Side by side for the lead in the closing laps here at Martinsville. John Andretti pours on the steam. This is going to be a dandy finish here at Martinsville this afternoon. Andretti clears Burton off turn four. He spun out early in the race, lost a lap, made it up, came through the field, and closed from 2.8 seconds behind at 19 to go to win at Martinsville. Who will be today's Martinsville hero? Andretti or last year's winner, Ricky Rudd? Maybe six-time Martinsville victor, Rusty Wallace, or perhaps another new winner? It's the Napa 500 at Martinsville, live on Motor Racing Network, next. MRN Radio presents NASCAR Today. Sponsored by Goody's Headache Powder. For fast relief of tough headaches, try Goody's Headache Powder. It gets the job done. Use as directed. Weather conditions are perfect in South Virginia today as the chase for the NASCAR Winston Cup Series Championship returns to one of the sport's original tracks. Hello and welcome to Motor Racing Network's live coverage of the Napa Auto Care 500 at Martinsville. Alan Bestwick here along with Barney Hall. Today it is the circuit's smallest track, but don't let the fact that this is just a half mile fool you. Martinsville racing is some of the most fun and exciting we'll see all season. Not only for the fans, it's fun and exciting for the drivers out there because they can kind of let their hair down a little bit, Alan. Uh, it is a short track and the usual framing and bamming, we're going to see a little bit of that. Brakes a big factor here at this racetrack. Pit stops certainly very critical to the speedway. But short track racing, we love it. The fans love it. It's going to be a great day for it. We've had a couple of terrific stories the last two times we were here. Last September, the heroic performance by Ricky Rudd in winning despite the uh, uh, problems inside his car, the malfunction that resulted in some pretty incredible heat that literally left his backside burned at race's end. And then John Andretti's spin and win back in April when he got the lead with just four laps to go. A lot of drama here. Always is when you come to Martinsville. You think somebody's going to set the woods on fire and lead the race all day or have a car really hooked up. But at Martinsville, I don't know how many times we've come here over the years and seen situations completely change, even as little with a half a lap remaining in the race, and get somebody to win it that you didn't even think had a chance. It's just that kind of racetrack. Looking forward to a terrific afternoon. The Napa Auto Care 500 driver introductions ongoing now. When we come back, we will go down to the pre-race stage and hear from some of the favorites to win today's event. Back at Martinsville Speedway, getting ready for today's NASCAR Winston Cup Series event, the Napa Auto Care 500, just seven races to go in the 1999 season. On the bud pole for the event today is Joni Macek, second time he's been fast qualifier in 1999. He turned a pretty quick lap on Friday in bud pole time trials, and Joe has been running very well lately. Of course, got the win a couple of weeks ago in New Hampshire, but this racetrack... He has had very little success at in his Winston Cup career. Best finish here is a 14th. Thoughts on today's event? Let's hear from Joe Nemechek now. Jim Phillips of Newport, Tennessee is with him. 95.223 miles per hour on Martinsville Speedway. That is fast. He, he led practice. Then he went out and backed it up, got the bud pole. Comparing yesterday's uh, happy hour, how does that car stack up with what you did on Friday? 
Uh, well, I think it's going to be pretty good. Uh, seemed like in happy hour we, we got off a little bit uh, chasing our brakes and, and I messed around with our setup a little bit. So uh, we had to guess a little bit this morning. Uh, made some made some calls. Tony and I just made a made a decision on what we were going to do, and um, I think we guessed pretty close. You know, we had to adjust the chassis, but we had to make some other decisions, and uh, just hopefully we did it right. You've not had a whole lot of luck. Your 14th, your best finish of this racetrack. What have you talked about with Tony to try to turn this around and maybe win this race today? The biggest thing is if you get the cars to drive good, you can go. And uh, I know there's a lot of teams out there trying. Uh, you know, my car in qualifying drove perfect, and that's that's. I just had a perfect lap, and it, it drove, did what I needed to do at the perfect time, and uh, we just we capitalized on it. Uh, in the race, you need to drive good all day long. And what's tough here about Martinsville, that rubble will start building up on the track, and you get the big clumps out there. And normally, you don't know what your car is going to do till you're about two-thirds of the way through the race, and then it just it really changes. So uh, we, we had to guess on that. main thing is shocks, and uh, we're trying a little new shock package here. Hopefully it will work. Bud pole winner Joe Nemechek. Great qualifying run here for Ted Mus Musgrave on Friday. We'll start Ted from second position today. Marks is the uh, second time he started on the front row here at Martinsville. Been a good track for him, too, over the years. He has two second-place finishes, and he'd love to get that first Winston Cup win here this afternoon. Any chance of doing that, Winston Kelly? Well, let's find out. We talked to his crew chief this morning, Troy Selberg, and he said, I can't talk about it. I said, does that mean good or bad? He said, we're real optimistic, but don't want to get too optimistic. You share those thoughts? Depends on what you want to talk about. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, the race car was really good since we unloaded it and uh, before qualifying and very minor adjustments on it, and it came up really good. So right now, happy hour didn't start out real well, but the guys worked hard. We changed, uh, I believe, four springs, to a sway bar and a track bar and some wedge and things like that, and it started coming back alive, and it looks like it's pretty good on the long run. So uh, that's what we're kind of planning for is long greens. Ted Musgrave has shown he can run Martinsville well with a couple of seconds here. Is a win realistic today? Yeah, it's realistic, like I say. But it's got to be all, uh, you know, play a part as far as in the track position, uh, good pit stops, and a lot of racing luck here. You know, that's kind of what we've been missing on. But the car should be capable of doing it as everything goes our way. He's got a couple of top tens this year, looking to crack the top five for the first time, and hopefully in victory lane today, rolls off second. Jeffrey Bodine is the winningest driver here at Martinsville Speedway. He's won in about anything he's ever raced here, a modified a NASCAR Bush Series machine, and he's got four victories in the NASCAR Winston Cup level. He's got his best qualifying effort of the 99 season, starting third today in the Power Team Chevy. Let's get a thought from Jeffrey Bodine. Marty Snyder's with him. Well, as you mentioned, Alan, four-time Martinsville winner Jeffrey Bodine, and he's starting third. That's the best starting spot of the year, and you're at your favorite track. All those things are going to combine to make the best finish of 1999 for you jeffrey well let's hope so i mean the car was really good yesterday in practice the team has done a great job with it and uh, we just need some good racing luck which we haven't had all year but maybe today's our day you mentioned the racing luck so many times you guys have come into sunday with a great race car you said it in our pre-race last week at dover you thought you could win what do you change do you be more patient what can you do differently to get better luck no, it's just been uh, odd things have been happening. So I'm not going to say we're going to win today. Maybe that that jinxed me last week. We have a good car. We have a chance. And uh, let's hope uh, we have that good luck today. And they're certainly optimistic. And this is his favorite racetrack. But they have had no top tens since Rockingham in February. They'd love to change that today. Jeffrey Bodine, optimistic, starting third. 
Parts on a race car, very much like the parts on your passenger car. And here to make a comparison of those is our weekly installment of Car Parts with our Jim Phillips and Jeff Burton's crew chief, Frank Stoddard. Today at the Martinsville Speedway, we talk about the difference between the cooling of your brake system on your passenger car versus a Winston Cup stock car. And we try to duck air not only across the rotor, but to the caliper because that's where if you get fluid that starts to boil uh, on a Winston Cup car, then all of a sudden you're gonna it's gonna create a, create a problem with losing the pedal. It's just gonna have a little bit of it may it may even create air before you get done. A little bit of moisture in the system will create some air, and then the hotter the stuff gets, the bigger the bubble will get. Uh, so we we try to duck a lot of air to the caliper, but not giving up so much that you're not cooling the rotor itself enough either so it's a it's a really you know a fine line on what you need to do to cool here at martinsville virginia uh where your street car you know the only time you really have a, a hard stopping situation is maybe coming to a stoplight or you know obviously you'll notice uh in stop and go traffic in a city okay people will have more problems with their brakes than, the, than, a, than a guy that lives out in the country and you might have to you might go 80,000 miles before you have to put brake pads in or anything, and that's because the fluid stayed good and cool. I mean, that kept everything cooler, and the pedal stayed better. Or in a city, stop and go traffic, every 20,000, 30,000 miles you'd be putting brakes on just because there's not enough cooling, and, and you, know, you don't build a car knowing that you're going to run in the city all the time. Visit your local Parts Plus store for NASCAR officially licensed auto parts. Jeff Burton starts 13th today. He's one of the drivers who a lot of folks think could have a great shot to win today's Napa 500. We'll talk with him and some others when we come back in a minute. Kenny Wallace, our Outback Steakhouse Spotlight today, starts the race in seventh position. We've had a couple of first-time winners in the last three weeks. Barn would not be surprised as well as they ran here in the spring if Kenny Wallace might not sneak into victory lane and make it three first-time winners this year. He's certainly uh, on a long list of names that have the capability to get a first Winston Cup win, and it could come here this afternoon at Martinsville. Let's go back trackside now and hear from some more of the drivers as they begin to climb aboard their machines and buckle up the belts. John Andretti, we talked about at the very top of our show with the spin and win back here in April. Started 21st, spun out at lap 48, got a lap back, kept hammering at it all day, made up the lap, got a two-tire stop for some track position with a little over 100 laps to go, and then with just four laps to go, passed Jeff Burton to lead for the first time all day and go on to score the win. He's had a tough month of September. Andretti has not finished three of the last five races. He goes to the green flag today in the ninth position. And let's get his thoughts now with Jim Phillips. John Andretti, this has not been a good month for you. Is this the place to turn it around like you did in the spring? I don't know. Um, It hasn't been a very good month. It hasn't been a very good year in a lot of ways. Um, We've run awful competitive with the STB Pontiac, but um, finishes haven't been been forthcoming. So hopefully today we can um, can get a good finish out of the car. I think think it's real good and um we'll just see how it comes out i'm i'm betting on kyle though used a different strategy last time you used a two tire stop to get you up there with track position are we going to see that out of this team today and some other teams well i don't know i mean i think that um if it warrants it then yeah we'll go for it um we're here to try and win the race we're not here for the points so um hopefully um hopefully we can come out of here with something like that well, he's not starting 21st today. Father up the pack. That's John Andretti. Well, if they can come up with the magic they did last time here in the latter part of the race, they can certainly win again. Jeff Burton will start back in 13th position here this afternoon. He's won once here back in September of 97. Jeff has had a great year going on the Winston Cup circuit. He's fifth in points. He has five wins and 14 top fives. Now, that translates into winnings of well over $4.5 million. What's in store for him today? Winston Kelly is with him. Always one of the contenders when you when we come here in Martinsville. Martinsville, hey, new tongue, just just trying it out. Second, back here in the spring, and John Andretti chased you down with three to go. How does this car compare to the one you had earlier? 
Well, this is the identical car that we had. Uh, you know, this racetrack's changed a lot the last three races. It keeps getting slicker and slicker. Uh, it's hotter today than we've had in the past. I hope that we've made the adjustments uh, to compensate for that. I think the racetrack's going to be real slick. Uh, a few people may get hooked up early and, and really, you know, charge and put a lot of guys' lap down. Really, you just need to avoid that and then, then adjust your car all day to hopefully get it where it needs to be. Talking about adjustments, very few guys that we talked to this morning have left their car alone. What type of changes have you made? We've made a bunch. Uh, <laughs> we've, uh, we've changed sway bar. Uh, one, one, actually, sway bar, two springs, uh, shock, and a track bar. So we've got quite a few adjustments. I just think that uh, based on what we've seen the last two races, you can bet on the track being slicker. If you were good yesterday and you left it alone, you'll probably be in trouble. Crew chief Frankie Stoddard said they changed almost everything except the driver, and they got one of the best here at Martinsville, so they don't want to change Jeff Burton, who rolls off 13th. Let's pause 10 seconds for station identification on MRN Radio, the voice of NASCAR racing. It wasn't just built to be a museum. It was built to be a shrine to the history, heritage, and future of the sport we love. This is our house, the NASCAR Hall of Fame, and it's packed full of classic and present-day cars, including Petties, Earnhardts, and Waltrips, as well as interactive experiences, realistic racing simulators, and much more. Plan a trip to the NASCAR Hall of Fame in Charlotte. Tickets at NASCARHall.com. NASCAR Hall of Fame. This is our sport. This is our house. From the racetrack to the road home, fill up with Sunoco, the official fuel of NASCAR. Sunoco makes high-quality performance fuels for the greatest drivers in the world, both on and off the track. Whether you are pulling up to the pump or experiencing the excitement of being at the track on race day, this will be a four-tire change. They've already topped it off with Sunoco fuel. Side service complete, second can of Sunoco fuel in. He's down and away. You can trust Sunoco to be the fuel that keeps you going. Capture the essence of racing and fill up with the official fuel of NASCAR, Sunoco. MRN Radio presents the NASCAR Winston Cup Series. Today, the Napa Auto Care 500. Sponsored by Raybestos Brakes. For quality and safety, ask for Raybestos, the best in brakes. By Coca-Cola, the official soft drink of NASCAR fans. By the legendary Firebird Trans Am from Pontiac. By Wix Filters, the only filters officially licensed by NASCAR. For NASCAR and your car. By 76 Products, makers of the official fuel of NASCAR. By Brewery Fresh Budweiser, who reminds you, fresh beer tastes better. By STP Complete Fuel System Cleaner. By Craftsman, 1800 hand tools made in America and guaranteed forever. By BorgWarner Brand Auto Parts. BorgWarner Brand is officially licensed by NASCAR. By Gatorade Thirst Quencher. You either have it in you or you don't. Gatorade, is it in you? By Parts Plus. See your local Parts Plus store for NASCAR. Officially licensed auto parts. By Chase Authentics, the official trackside apparel of NASCAR. And by Outback Steakhouse, NASCAR's blooming favorites. 
The field of starters in today's Napa Auto Care 500 is rolling around the Martinsville Speedway, completing the first of the three pace laps they'll make before the green flag and the beginning of this afternoon's 500-lap, 263-mile race. Motor Racing Network here to bring you live coverage. Glad that you've joined us. Could not ask for better weather conditions. Just a couple of high clouds in the sky. Temperatures up around 80 degrees and a just about jammed full grandstand ready to see what should be a very exciting event. Yeah, going to be a lot of slipping and sliding here at Martinsville. Some good short track racing here this afternoon. We're here to bring it all to you throughout the afternoon. As they are about a lap and a half away from going green, why don't we take a swing down to turns one and two where Joe Moore of Hampton, Virginia, will be calling the action this afternoon. Thanks, Marty. Good afternoon, everyone. I'm located on top of one of the VIP suites here at the end of the back straightaway where I'll be seeing a lot of fast acceleration as the cars come up off turn number two and then hard on the brakes about three and a half to four seconds later once they enter turn three where the cars are moving through right now. You guys talked earlier about leaning on each other, about using the chrome horn, bumping and pushing and shoving. We'll see a lot of those methods implemented here in turns three and four because when you try to pass it's so hard to do it you almost have to use something other than just speed to make a move by other drivers also of course here at martinsville the curbing down on the inside edge of the racetrack a lot of tracks with tight corners you can drop the left side tires off the edge of the racing surface get a little more room in the turn here you can't do that if you run up on that curbing you stand the chance of doing damage to the undercarriage of the race car the steering linkage or other components that could cause you problems later in the race it'll be exciting and we'll have it for you on the back straight away and into turns three and four here today set to go now as the field follows the pontiac pace car into turn three that's where the entrance to pit road is and that's where buster Otten heads with the pace car Joni Macek and ted musgrave on the front row getting ready to lead the field down to the green flag final short track race of the season 500 laps in martinsville here they come for the start and they're about to get down to it looking for the green flag they're about 100 feet away from the start finish line green goes in the air as they race to turn number one musgrave tried to beat Nemechek to the corner couldn't do it Side-by-side racing for the first time off turn number two. But as they exit the corner, now Nemechek pulls out in front just barely. Halfway down the back straightaway, that goes away. Musgrave back up alongside. Again, they're dead even exiting turn four. Wheel-to-wheel coming up off the corner. Let's see who leads lap number one. It'll be Musgrave by a hood now, but Nemechek still tucked up to his inside as they slide into turn one. Nemechek pulls even again halfway between turns one and two. Musgrave on the outside lane trying to stay with him and does as they hit this back straightaway. Meanwhile, Jeffrey Bodine sits behind him in third just waiting for a lane to open up. Ted can't back out of it because if he does and somebody goes underneath him, then the whole that inside line is going to leave him hanging out in the outside groove. He's still out there, hung out to dry in turn one. He would sure like to come down and would hope to come down in front of Joe Nemechek, but can't pull up alongside to make that move, so he still struggles on the outside lane. Nemechek right down on the curbing on the inside. Musgrave up alongside once again off turn four. Still side by side as they come off the corner and it is still Musgrave beating Nemechek to the stripe by a couple of feet each time by but Joe still tucked up right underneath him in the corner. Ted seems to drive in a little bit deeper going into the corner, but Nemechek able to get the better run up off the turn because he's down on the favorite inside line. Back in turn number three, again, Musgrave by inches. Nemechek off the corner, gets the advantage this time. Ted's got to find a place to squeeze in there. He may have the opportunity this time if he took it, but he elects again to stay in the outside lane. Ted pulls even once again, going back to turn number one. Nemechek is strong down low, gets the good run, finally clears Ted Musgrave and takes the lead. Now Jeffrey Bodine comes after Musgrave in the race for second. Takes a peek to the inside, but Ted slams the door and protects that bottom lane when they go into the corner. So Musgrave falls in line second, Bodine third. Mark Martin is in fourth now with Kyle Petty behind him in fifth. They're all single file. Working their way off turn number two. Musgrave still wants a piece of Nemechek and wants it down on the inside. If he can, the car will not stick. He'll fall back in line single.
single file right on the bumper of race leader Joe Nemechek. They're all single file all the way back to about 18th position. That's where Jeremy Mayfield held on to the spot a moment ago. Rusty Wallace was trying to get around him. Now Michael Waltrip scoots around to the outside as they work their way back into turn number one. Darrell Waltrip getting a little heat also as he hits the corner. Michael works the outside lane, still trapped up there as Jeremy Mayfield moves by him. Mayfield's teammate, Rusty Wallace, also working just behind Michael Waltrip, trying to fill the gap down on the inside once Jeremy gets by. Those cars racing back for the 17th, 18th, and 19th positions. Mayfield in 17th, Waltrip now in 18th, Michael that is, and Rusty Wallace in 19th, followed by Mike Bliss, who's 20th. Those cars hug the inside lane. Now as only one car is trapped on the outside, way back near the rear of the pack. That is going to be Kenny Schrader. He works wide trying to get by Darrell Waltrip. As he does, here goes Michael Waltrip again to the outside of Rusty Wallace. That's the only side-by-side racing that's going on for the moment as they work their way back into one. Rusty down to the bottom of the racetrack. Michael on the outside. They're over in turn two. Once you get trapped up on the high side, sometimes all you can do is let them get by and try to squeeze back in line. Michael in that unenviable role now, trapped outside. Rusty gets by him. Here comes Mike Bliss also clearing Michael Waltrip. And now that Bliss clears Mikey, here comes Ken Schrader to his inside. Then big brother Darrell will be lined up behind Schrader. So Michael fighting his way now up in front of Schrader and makes a little bit of a hole for himself there in the inside lane. Finally squeezes to the inside, holds off Kenny Schrader while just behind them they're racing side by side. That is where Wally Donovan moves up on the outside of Darrell Waltrip off turn four. Darrell Waltrip down to the inside of the racetrack and a swing off turn number four, head back for one. Looks like Dahlenbach's going to get the position away. Looking a little further back is watching Tony Stewart there, Alan, to see what he was doing. He's been boxed in, so he hasn't even had an opportunity to go anywhere, just kind of hold what he has. He's used the front bumper a couple of times to get around a couple of cars. He just nipped the back of Bill Elliott over in turn two. Stewart knows, being so far back in the field, he took a provisional to get in. If he doesn't get going in a hurry while he's back there struggling in all that traffic, the leaders are out in free racetrack, and they're going to gain a lot of ground on him, and before too long, he's going to end up a lap down. Easiest place in the world here at Martin field to get a lap down if the race stays green and the leaders hooked up pretty good they'll catch the tail end of the field in a hurry and start lapping cars very quickly bobby hamlin this time off turn number four is the car in the outside groove trying to squeeze back in meanwhile over for about six position pretty good racing going on there oh mark martin has been losing positions kyle petty hit him a few laps ago in a battle for the fourth spot since then kyle's gone by three others now clearing mark martin's ford yeah, after kyle got into the back of mark and nipped him with the bumper a little bit mark moved over to let kyle buy but then when mark opened that lane up jeff gordon jumped around him ricky rudd and now here's a couple of more he's fallen back to the eighth position and is about to lose that as john andretti pulls up to the outside of the valvoline ford andretti gets by here's jerry nadu actually rich Bickle also pulling the outside, trying to pass Mark Martin. Ricky Rudd right now working on Jeff Gordon for a position down in turn one. Works from the outside lane. Kenny Wattis times the banking there. Tries to pull even with Jeff Gordon. Gordon strong here on the back straightaway, but Kenny's looking pretty good as well. He pulls even with him as they enter turn three. Kenny trying to follow Ricky Rudd around Jeff Gordon. Rudd taking the fifth spot from Gordon a lap ago, and now Wallace up to the outside of Gordon, keeping Jeff kind of pinched down off the corner, and that gives Wallace a better run down the straightaway and into turn one. Racing for the sixth position there, and Kenny Wallace gets the good run up off turn number two this time. A fender out in front. Let's see what Gordon could do with him at the end of the back straightaway. Gordon tries to pull even, but Kenny's going to clear him now once they get into turn four. Kenny tried to get a little clear sailing, get ahead so he could squeeze up in front and get a get a good position going into the corner and not lose his body. Finally gets around Gordon, but from there on back, still some good racing off turn two. And John Andretti, the next guy who sees an opportunity maybe to get by Jeff Gordon. He tried the inside lane up off turn number two. 
Couldn't quite keep the nose of his Pontiac underneath Jeff Gordon, so for now, he'll fall back in line. Leaders complete the 17th lap of 500 in the Napa Auto Care 500. Here are the front runners. Joe Nemechek leads with Ted Musgrave second, Jeffrey Bodine third, Kyle Petty fourth, and Ricky Rudd fifth. The rest of the top ten are Kenny Wallace, Jeff Gordon, John Andretti, Mark Martin, and Rich Bickle. Here's your chance to win a set of your very own Hercules tires. Go to HerculesTires.com slash MRN. Simply register, and each month we'll give away one set of tires. Hercules Tires has the value, selection, and industry-leading mileage coverage to get you wherever you need to go, no matter where the road takes you. Register now for your chance to win a set of Hercules Tires at HerculesTires.com slash MRN. Hercules Tires, ride on our street. It wasn't just built to be a museum. It was built to be a shrine to the history, heritage, and future of the sport we love. Visit the NASCAR Hall of Fame and see how Petty, Earnhardt, and hundreds of other NASCAR legends became heroes. Watch their most electrifying moments. Experience realistic racing simulators and much more. Plan a trip to the NASCAR Hall of Fame in Charlotte. Tickets at NASCARHall.com. NASCAR Hall of Fame. This is our sport. This is our house. Joe Nemechek is the leader of the Napa Auto Care 500 at Martinsville. Second spot is changing hands, though. As the field comes off turn four, Jeffrey Bodine gets up underneath Ted Musgraves, takes that spot away, pushes Ted back to third, where he's getting some pressure from Kyle Petty. Kyle Petty trying to get the run off turn number two. As they come down the back straightaway, he falls back in line, single file. But Bodine had been working on Musgrave for a while, finally clears the car, and now starts pulling away. Now, while all those three are back there racing again, Joe Nemechek has caught the tail end of the field. The first car he'll put a lap down would be Dave Marcus and a host of other traffic off turn two. A lot of cars stacked up nose to tail just in front of Joe Nemechek, and now suddenly he's got to get down to some serious work. First catching Dave Marcus, he swings to the outside of that car in turn four. Marcus, the 43rd place runner, will go a lap down as Nemechek clears him at the start-finish line. Let's check up on a couple of stories on pit road. We mentioned a minute ago Mike Bliss's car showing some smoke. Winston Kelly, what's the update there? Well, they're hoping that it's just some rubber that's built up on one of the brake calipers. They called and asked Mike if he smelled anything, has an oil burning or anything, and Mike said no, he didn't. So they left him out there to this point. NASCAR continues to monitor the situation, but they hope that it's just some rubber that's built up on the brake caliper. Now the pit board is going out, so NASCAR's going to bring it in and make them check it out. So tough luck there for Mike Bliss, who is running right now in 18th spot. Oh, trouble in turn four. Kenny Irwin gets turned around right in front of the leaders. Here's traffic scattering around him. So far, nobody has gotten into him, and everybody comes to the start-finish line. Joe Nemechek jumps on the brakes and allows Dave Marcus to get back on the lead lap. Very sportsmanlike there of Joe, but we see caution for the first time in the race at lap 29 car continues to try and get out of traffic up there. He's backing up right now to get a, enough clearance to turn for that inside pit wall and Kenny Irwin will bring the machine on around the speedway. Fortunately, everybody did dodge that one up there, so Kenny Irwin brings out the first yellow flag in the afternoon again at lap 29. Looking back to see where Kenny Irwin was running at the time of the spin, and I believe he was right about the 29th position or so. He was in a pretty tight race there with Steve Park, Jimmy Spencer, Tony Stewart, and others who had the leaders closing in very quickly on them from behind. So a little urgency there among all those drivers, and maybe somebody just got a little too urgent in their effort to stay on the lead lap. I'll tell you what, it was a it was a big break for a lot of those guys that were about to go a lap down. At least it's going to give them some breathing room for the moment. 
couple of cars are diving onto pit road right now. Rich Bickle brings his machine down to the pits. Mike Bliss is in. Michael Walter is in. Steve Park is on pit road. Sterling Marlin. Let's go down to Winston Kelly. Well, they're going up underneath the hood on Mike Bliss's car. They called and asked Kenny Schrader if he saw anything. Schrader, the car behind him, and he said he wasn't leaking any oil, so they're working around the left front brake caliber, trying to get the rubber away from it that they thought it was. He now shut it off. Rich Bickle on pit road. He's getting four tires and fuel. Expected to see Kenny Schrader's. His car is extremely loose, but he hasn't made an appearance yet. Marty Snyder, mostly two tire stops on this end, including Johnny Benson and Elliot Sadler. Some of the cars running towards the back of the pack. Also, Jerry Nadeau has been struggling all day long. He came in as well, but mostly on this end, two tire stops. Let's go to Jim Phillips. And we had Michael Waltrip in over here. He got four tires, and so did Steve Park a little bit earlier than we expected on the pit stops, but they take advantage of cars not handling as well as the others. The leaders stayed on the racetrack. And Jim, let's follow up on Mark Martin there, who had fallen back a few positions in that early green flag run. The update from his team's pit is what? He said uh, this set of tires uh, just a, a little bit more tight in the middle of the turn. Uh, he said the car was kind of bouncing on him a little bit, and he just figured it's... Uh, had, they hadn't got worked in as well as he would like, but he feels like either he'll run a little bit longer, they'll get a little better, or the next set will match up better to his chassis. Mark is back in ninth position now as we sit under caution for the first time in the race. Lap 31, Joe Nemechek leads Jeffrey Bodine, Ted Musgrave, Kyle Petty, and Ricky Rudd. 36 laps complete in the Napa Auto Care 500 at Martinsville, Virginia for the NASCAR Winston Cup Series. Just gone back racing for the first caution of the event. Joe Nemechek leads the field to the backstretch. Ricky Rudd, fast man already. He's made a move swinging around on the outside of Kyle Petty. And now he's putting pressure on Ted Musgrave. That's the race for the third spot as they exit turn four. Hey, Ricky's been pretty aggressive since they put him under green here earlier this afternoon. Got a good handling race car for the moment he rides along in fourth position. Meanwhile, Joe Nemechek has opened up a little daylight of maybe two car lengths. Gets a little breathing room as they come up off turn number two, but it's no breathing room from second on back. Second is Jeffrey Bodine holding that spot. Ted Musgrave pushing hard to get by, and Ricky Rudd knocking on the door to Musgrave. Ricky Rudd running fourth right now, ahead of Kyle Petty, who's fifth. Kenny Wallace is sixth. Jeff Gordon, seventh. John Andretti, eighth. Mark Martin, ninth. And Jeff Burton has moved up to the tenth spot. He started 13th. Back up to the battle for the third spot. Once again, Ricky Rudd, he pulled a fender up alongside Ted Musgrave the last lap. Here on the back straightaway, peaks again down to the inside, but Musgrave takes him all the way down to the bottom lane. Kind of holds him down there for just a moment, then they come out single file, work their way back into the straightaway, watching Kevin LePage. Man, he has had his hands full the last couple of laps around, keeping that race car down. Let's get back to the battle for second place off turn two. Ted Musgrave gets a look at least underneath Jeffrey Bodine, but Jeffrey quickly closes down the lane, and when that happens, a chain reaction just behind Ricky Rudd got a shot at Musgrave. He, too, has to fall back in line. Everybody kind of having to jump on the brakes in tight traffic in reaction to the actions of the car that's in front of them, but so far, no contact between anyone, and they continue to race cleanly up off the corner. Joe Nemechek is loving this. He looks back and sees him falling back even further as they continue the battle from second on back. Nemechek has a five-car length lead. Nemechek's got a when you're the lead at Martinsville and you can set your own pace, pick your own line out there, and you don't have any traffic in front of you, you can get away from everybody in a hurry. Now, we've run, what, six, seven laps since they went back under green, and he's within almost less than a straightaway of catching the tail end of the field already. Yeah, so just, just that clean racetrack and the fact that when you line 43 cars up single file around Martinsville with only, what, three cars a lap down, that means there were 40 cars in that single file line at the restart, and then they are going to space out very rapidly at a good distance around this speedway. Well, it's going to be easy for Joe Nemechek 
Belichick if he keeps the car in one piece to catch the tail end of the field and start lapping cars again. The caution saved a lot of good cars just a moment ago. 42 laps are complete. Here's Nemechek, the leader, right down against the curbing at Martinsville. Has a, maybe an eight-car advantage right now over Jeffrey Bodine, who qualified good and was very optimistic this morning that he could have a good finish and even a win here. Let's follow them back to turn two. Here they come back into the corner now, hugging the inside lane. Everybody working the lower side of the racetrack in the early stages of the race. Only opportunity may be presented if the car in front of you slips a little bit. Here's Ricky Rudd. He sees the car of Ted Musgrave slipping up the banking. Inside lane is open, and Ricky's on the move. Trying to get the third spot away from Musgrave at the start finish line run even with Musgrave but Ted still hanging tough on the outside and they go into one side by side going from the third position here side by side up off turn number two Ricky Rudd gets a little bit of a lead coming down the back straightaway Musgrave now finally has to duck back in line behind him and Kenny Wallace now steps to the outside he's trying to get a piece of Kyle Petty and Kenny won't be able to do it this time in the straightaway back in about uh, 14th position right now Ward Burton and Mike Skinner have been going at it Hammer and Tong for the last four laps around. They're over in turn two. Fighting for the 11th position as Terry Labonte makes an unscheduled stop. He rolls down the pit lane to his pit stall. The leaders now working their way off turn number four. Terry running in 19th spot at the time he has dropped off the racetrack and is not in any hurry getting to his pit stall. A follow-up there shortly, but Terry Labonte in trouble here in the early going at Martinsville. The race now for fourth spot in the back straightaway. It is where Ted Musgrave continues to fall back. First Ricky Rudd got by. Now Kyle Petty is up alongside Ted Musgrave. Ted is trapped in the outside lane. If Kyle gets by, chances are Kenny Wallace will go too. Yeah, he's going to take Kenny with him. It's still a door-to-door -door battle going back into turn number one. Musgrave seems to be about as strong in the outside groove as he is down to the inside. They're off two. Fighting for the fourth position. This time Kyle Petty gets the good run. A little bit of contact halfway down the back straightaway. Kyle at least gets a fender out in front. But again, Musgrave pulls even with him. Fighting hard is Ted Musgrave to stay up in that outside lane. He's going to lose a position now to Kyle Petty. Uh, Kyle will get by and claim fourth spot all by himself. Musgrave back to fifth, fighting for that spot now with Kenny Wallace. Kenny Wallace pulls down to the inside. He was right up on the bumper of Kyle Petty, just waiting for Kyle to push through. As he did, the inside lane wide open for Kenny. He makes the pass as well. Off the corner, back across the line. Joe Nemechek is a leader right now, an advantage of maybe 10 or 12 car lengths over Jeff Bodine. About five car lengths back to Ricky Rudd. Fields begins to space out a little bit. About another five car lengths back to Kyle Petty. Then Kenny Wallace. Then Ted Musgrave. Then Jeff Gordon and John Andretti. As already now, here comes the leader off turn number four. Nemechek, two car lengths away from putting Dave Marcus a lap down. They're back in one. Here's Nemechek now shutting down on the inside lane as he pulls up on Dave Marcus. Falls in behind Marcus. Once he passes him, there'll be a little bit of clear sailing. The boy in about five or six laps, he's going to catch a heavy pack of traffic at the tail end of the field. Yeah, got about a dozen cars, a lot of them racing side by side there. Terry Labonte car came down pit road and stopped, not completely in its pit box. And Winston Kelly, they tried to push the car into its pit box, but it just doesn't seem to want to move at all. They got a transmission problem. It's stuck and it won't roll, so they're trying to get it to where the transmission will release so then they can bring it behind pit wall get it correct and get him back out. Well, Terry's had more than his share of bad luck in 1999. Not been one of his better seasons, and bad luck has befallen them again here early at Martinsville. We'll update you more on what they do there when we come back. 52 laps are complete at Martinsville. Back in Martinsville Speedway, the Napa Auto Care 500 about to be 60 laps old as Joe Nemechek comes off turn four and crosses the start-finish line. He's about five car lengths in front of second-place runner Jeffrey Bodine with Ricky Rudd in third, Kenny Wallace in fourth, and Kyle Petty in the fifth position. The rest of the top ten are Jeff Gordon, John Andretti, Mike Skinner, who's moved up to eighth, Ted Musgrave, who's backslid to ninth, and now Mark Martin in the tenth spot. 
And Demichek comes off turn number four. This time he's about to put Rick Mast a lap down, and he is just about able to get around anybody. As soon as he catches them, he'll toy with them a lap or so, Joe Moore. In a moment, he's got about five more cars. He'll be whizzing around if he keeps getting as fast as he is on the speedway right now. A real test of that may come here, Barney, in the next two or three laps. There's a group of about eight cars that Joe is approaching now that have been doing some great battling among themselves. Brett Bodine and Steve Park in that pack. They beat and banged a couple of laps ago, nearly spinning each other out. They're still going at it. A number of cars in that pack racing side by side. And once Nemechek catches that pack, that'll be the real test of how well his car is handling. Yeah, he's got a whole group of cars there from about 30th spot where Brett Bodine is back to 36th place. Jerry Nadeau, who do not want to go a lap down just 62 circuits into this thing. While he runs those cars down, let's set the field for you here. Joe Nemechek leads. Jeffrey Bodine is second. Ricky Rudd third. Kenny Wallace fourth. And Kyle Petty fifth. Sixth is Jeff Gordon. John Andretti is seventh. Mike Skinner eighth. Ted Musgrave ninth. And Mark Martin rounds out your top ten. Eleventh is Ward Burton. Rusty Wallace is twelfth. Jeff Burton's thirteenth. Dale Jarrett is fourteenth. And Jeremy Mayfield is fifteenth. Sixteenth is Bobby Hamilton, who started back in thirtieth spot, by the way. Seventeenth is Dale Earnhardt. Bobby Labonte is eighteenth. Tony Stewart nineteenth. And Robert Presley runs in twentieth. 21st is Ricky Craven, Darrell Waltrip is 22nd, Sterling Marlin 23rd, Rich Bickle 24th, and Michael Waltrip 25th. 26th is David Green, Johnny Benson's 27th, Jimmy Spencer's 28th, 29th is uh, Ken Schrader, and Brett Bodine runs 30th. 31st is Steve Park, Bill Elliott is 32nd, Elliott Sadler 33rd, Hutt Strickland 34th, Chad Little 35th, and Jerry Nadeau last on the lead lap in 36th position. One lap down, Rick Mast in 37th, Wally Dallenbach in 38th, Kenny Irwin in 39th, Kevin LePage in 40th, and Dave Marcus in 41st. Mike Bliss is three laps down in 42nd spot, and Terry Labonte is behind the wall and currently listed 43rd. Kenny Wallace has just taken away third place from Ricky Rudd a moment ago. Ricky kicked up a little bit over in the corner, and Kenny just drove underneath him to move up one more notch. Joe Nemechek now about to catch some of that traffic off turn number four as Jerry Nadeau and Chad Little get together a little bit coming off the corner. And that will be the next two cars he'll catch over in turn two. Nemechek closes in on the rear deck of the M&M's Pontiac here as he comes up off turn number two. And Jerry Nadeau sees he's going to have to make something happen. He goes after Chad Little and makes it even more difficult for Nemechek as he tries to clear the tail end of the field. The cars side by side right in front of the race leader as they cross the start finish line. And again, these cars try to stay on the lead lap if they can. Running right now in 35th and 36th spots. Nemechek is right there within striking distance. But again, the two cars are racing side by side. So there's no lane opened up. He's just held up momentarily waiting for an opportunity to get by. And the immediate three cars in front of the leader, Joe Nemechek, would be Chad Little. Little and Jerry Nadeau and Elliot Sadler. They're running very close together, though not side by side this time. They go back to one. Hugging the inside lane, those three cars as Nemechek now starts to choose which lane he'll try to make his move by. Either on the outside or through the inside. This time, coming to the end of the back straightaway, he'll fall in line right on the rear deck of the John Deere Ford. Two fastest cars on the racetrack belong to Mike Skinner and Bobby Hamilton. Skinner started back in 16th position. He is in the 8th spot and trying to take 7th away from John Andretti. And Bobby Hamilton started back in 30th position. He's running in 17th, helped a little bit by staying on the racetrack when some others pitted under that first caution, but nonetheless, he is picking up some spots and beginning to move toward the front. He felt like he could have a good run here. Of course, he won the race here. Uh, the Kodak team did, so they know how to get around this racetrack. Tony Stewart's made up some ground, too. 
Now, granted, Tony gained some spots by some of the other cars pitting, but he is up to what? About 19th, I yep. believe. Yep, uh, right behind Bobby Labonte, who runs in 18th position there. And they are trying to, again, keep leader Joe Nemechek well behind them and make sure they stay on the lead lap. Uh, second and third have caught the race leader now as Nemechek is bottled up in that traffic. Jeffrey Bonine and Kenny Wallace have run him down, and they're working on the leader in turn one. Well, it makes it tough for the leader when you've got this kind of situation. Cars stacked up double wide in front of you. You're trying to lap. And the second and third place guys right behind you. So Nemechek goes to work, pulls right down to the inside lane, stacked up behind Elliott Sandler and the car of Chad Little. Not really sure which car to follow, the inside car or the outside car. Jeffrey Bodine's going to dive inside the leader in turn one. He's an opening down to the inside. He tries to stick the nose of his car down there, but he can't go anywhere either. Chad Little blocks the inside lane as Elliott Sandler blocks the outside lane. And to turn number three, nose to tail for the race leaders. Nemechek and Jeffrey Bodine with Kenny Wallace right behind them. And again, as they fight some of that lap traffic, here come fourth, fifth, and sixth. Ricky Rudd, Kyle Petty, and Jeff Gordon catching up to the front three. Here's Nemechek finally diving underneath. Elliott Sandler, Sitko Ford, finally clears himself of that car. Now that gives him a little bit of breathing room before he catches Chad Little. Jeffrey Bodine comes to the inside. Here's a challenge for the second spot. Kenny Wallace goes to the outside of Bodine. Now we talked about how Kenny might have a run here this afternoon, could possibly be a new first-time winner. That car's been awfully good. He will get around Jeffrey Bodine and move up into second place over in turn two. Got to have to deal with some traffic, too. He's got Elliott Sadler just in front of him. Kenny Wallace looks to the inside of Sadler about halfway down the back straightaway. Let's see if he can squeeze the nose underneath him. Not quite. In the turn number three, Sadler pulls down in front of Kenny. Elliott Sadler, the first car, one lap down in 36th position. He is just between first and second place. Joe Nemechek and Kenny Wallace. And Nemechek still pressing Chad Little, trying to put him a lap down. Trying to get by Chad, coming up off turn number two. He peeks to the inside, but Chad's pretty quick, although he's the last car still on the tail end of the lead lap. For Kenny Wallace, he's still got the car of Elliott Sandler to get by. And finally, Sandler goes wide, opening the inside lane. Joe Nemechek crosses the start-finish line, puts 77 laps on the scoreboard of the Napa 500 here at Martinsville. We've had a change for the lead. It happened a lap ago on the backstretch. Kenny Wallace finally found the opening underneath. Joe Nemechek swept underneath him and beat him to the end of the backstretch. And Kenny Wallace goes to the front of the field. So Kenny Wallace becoming the third different driver to lead the Napa Auto Care 500. He's got Nemechek, Jeffrey Bodine, Ricky Rudd, and Kyle Petty now behind him at lap number 80. From the Martinsville Speedway, this is MRN Radio. From the racetrack to the road home, fill up with Sunoco, the official fuel of NASCAR. Sunoco makes high-quality performance fuels for the greatest drivers in the world, both on and off the track. Whether you are pulling up to the pump or experiencing the excitement of being at the track on race day, this will be a four-tire change. They've already topped it off with Sunoco fuel. Side service complete, second can of Sunoco fuel in. He's down and away. You can trust Sunoco to be the fuel that keeps you going. Capture the essence of racing and fill up with the official fuel of NASCAR, Sunoco. Here's your chance to win a set of your very own Hercules tires. Go to HerculesTires.com slash MRN. Simply register, and each month we'll give away one set of tires. Hercules Tires has the value, selection, and industry-leading mileage coverage to get you wherever you need to go, no matter where the road takes you. Register now for your chance to win a set of Hercules Tires at HerculesTires.com slash MRN. Hercules Tires, ride on our street. 
after losing the lead to Kenny Wallace, Joe Nemechek is about to lose some more spots. Car slipping and sliding around on him off turn two. Jeffrey O'Dime made the pass underneath Joe Nemechek the last time here in turns three and four. Nemechek went too high in the banking, lost another spot to Ricky Rudd, and now he's losing more. Kyle Petty and Jeff Gordon are stacked up behind him. And it's become apparent that the long runs are not going to be good for Joe Nemechek, at least at this segment of the race. Right now he is losing more spots, diving underneath him this time. A couple of more cars. Jeff Gordon will be one of those to get under him out of turn two. Just can't get back down in the lower lane. That's the problem for Joe Nemechek right now. And stacked up there on the inside lane is Jeff Gordon. Once he gets by, it's going to be John Andretti next making the move. So in the space of six laps, Joe Nemechek goes from leading back to the sixth position and maybe in danger of losing a couple of more here over the next few laps as others begin to close in quickly from behind him. Tell you somebody who's really been on the move in the early going, didn't mention him before when we kind of ran through the list of who's been coming to the front, but Dale Earnhardt started the race back in 38th position. He has just taken 12th away from Ted Musgrave. So Earnhardt is on the charge here in the early going. Earnhardt can get around this racetrack when his car is to his liking about as well as anybody. Just seems to have a feel for it. Doesn't use up a lot of brake. Very smooth in traffic. And if he needs to, he can be very rough in traffic. We've seen that. <laughs> yeah, the framing and bamming is the phrase he coined, and aptly yeah. so. We have seen that. And we've also seen him be on the reverse end of that, particularly here at Martinsville. Remember the flashback from our pre-race when uh, Darrell Waltrip kind of punted Terry Labonte into Earnhardt and went by the both of them to take the win back here in 87. So Earnhardt's done his share of framing and bamming. He's also taken his end of it here at this particular racetrack, and he's right now in pretty good shape up in the 12th position here and on the charge in the early going. But a good race car here at Martinsville. 89 laps on the scoreboard. Kenny Wallace, talk about him a little bit. He is really having a great run here this afternoon. Kenny working traffic very well. Got a good, strong race car. Jeffrey Bodine, not lost a lot of ground. Started second or third and still hangs back in there or wherever. I don't forgot where he started now. But anyway, he is running extremely well. Ricky Rudd, very strong up there. Kyle Petty hasn't lost any ground. He is fourth and fifth right now is Jeff Gordon. Gordon looked like he was going to go backwards there when they started the race. And then all of a sudden, as the race went by, a few laps wound down. The car seemed to pick up a bit. He is uh, right now pressuring Kyle Petty and Ricky Rudd for third spot now. As Rudd is a little bit high in turn three, here's Kyle Petty going to look underneath him for a position off four. Works his way underneath him, gets the pass very cleanly down to the inside. As Ricky holds the car in the outside groove, goes off into the corner, that's going to cost him to be sitting out there. Joe, he's a sitting duck off turn two. Yeah, once uh, Jeff Gordon clears him, you got the car of John Andretti that's lined up behind him, and it's just like being caught out of the draft to Talladega or Daytona. If you're in the outside lane, they line up underneath you and just blow right on by. All you can do is wait till they pass, then step back in line. Really hemmed in is leader Kenny Wallace. He's in a group of about a dozen cars he's trying to lap, and they're double wide in front of him off two. Kenny working the outside lane this time as he pulls up to the high side of the racetrack, getting by Wally Dallenbach. He's also got the car of Jerry Nadeau just ahead, Bill Elliott. Heavy, heavy traffic for the race leader. And he's going to have to go around on the outside if he makes any ground at all. He pulls up alongside Nadeau, may clear him down in turn number one, but there's door-to-door traffic directly ahead as they hit turn two. That's only a piece of the job. Getting by this one car, there's another half dozen just ahead for the race leader. Kenny Wallace gets by Nadeau, now pulls up alongside Bill Elliott. They're stacked up double wide. Brent Bodine, Ken Schrader, and Rick Mass just ahead of the race leader. 
Elliott going a lap down to the leader is in 33rd position. Brett Bodine is 32nd. Ken Schrader 31st. And Darrell Waltrip in 30th. Again, all right in front of Kenny Wallace. Rick Mass to the outside lane. Kenny's able to dive down low. Boy, he's got a great handling car to be able to pick his way through this traffic. He got by Elliott. They do. Rick Mast now pulls up on the rear deck of Brett Bodine in turn four. Kenny's also showing a lot of patience out there, not forcing the issue, not bumping anybody, staying clear, just waiting until the effort is there to get around, whether it's inside or outside, and then taking advantage of it. I'll tell you who out there right now has to be extremely miserable when you're watching him lap after lap, and that's Wally Dolan back. That oh, yeah. car has done everything but turn around. He, as a matter of fact, he's slowing now and heading to pit road, just as you say that. Lap 95, the Bud Chevy will head for the pit lane. He's had his hands full. It's been cocked sideways on him off the corner half the time in the last 20 laps, and so Dallenbach has had enough, and he is going to go get some uh, new tires and some attention paid to the handling of that machine here under the green flag as the leaders overtake him off turn number four. Let's uh, quickly run you back through the field as Dale Jarrett slips up way wide in one and two. Let's make sure that's not a developing problem first. He's down to the inside. Is he headed for pit road? He's yes, got a he right is. front tire, Alan. The right front tire is down on Dale Jarrett's Ford. Yeah. Dale Jarrett dives into the pits immediately, slowing in the back stretch. And the current Winston Cup points leader is having some problems early here. He's coming in at lap number 97. That's going to be about 30 or 40 laps shy of what they could go here this afternoon as he works his way down to his pit. Let's cover that stop. Right front tire is down, and as you said, Barney, it's a good 30 laps, maybe 50 laps earlier than they would plan for. Now they've got to hope that there's not a caution flag anytime soon. The car's been just a little bit loose, but as Todd Baird has been calling the times out to him, he's been fairly equal with the leader. As he pulled away in 17.22 seconds, a good spot that Dale Jarrett loses at least two, possibly three laps on pit road. Yeah, he was about a... I say of a third of a lap behind the leader when he slowed down for the pit stop, then getting all the way down this now very long pit road at Martinsville, entering off turn three, coming back onto the racetrack off turn number two, and we'll check the interval for you as Kenny Wallace and Dale Jarrett both come to the start-finish line. There is Wallace across the stripe, completing the 100th lap. Jarrett is two laps down. The race leader back in 38th spot here, not yet a quarter of the way through the Napa Auto Care 500. Lap 107 in the books in the Napa Auto Care 500 in Martinsville, Virginia. Kenny Wallace is the leader. Third different driver to lead today. Ted Musgrave started on the outside of the front row, led laps one through three. Then it was Bud Pole sitter Joe Nemechek who led laps four through 79 before being overtaken by Wallace. Kenny starting in the seventh position today. He has led from lap 80 to where we are now at lap number 108. Only one caution flag so far in the event. Kenny Irwin spun around at lap number 29. Other than that, we have been green the whole way through. And it is Wallace, Jeffrey Bodine, Kyle Petty, Jeff Gordon, and John Andretti now your top five. And the leader who started this as the leader, I should say, early this afternoon, Joe Nemechek, has now slid all the way back to 13th position. Let's see if we can get an update there. I believe Jim Phillips is in that pit. Well, I talked to Jay Smith. Barney he said uh, the car's gotten loose, and right now they're trying to conserve that right rear tire and try to save it as, as much as they can. At least uh, 25 more laps, and that's the story for Jeffrey Bodine. Jim Long is continually telling him to conserve your tires at least 25 more laps in this run. Jeff Burton's story, he's loose. His car is also loose, so a lot of loose race cars out on this end. Out of the center section of Pitt Road and Winston Kelly. Well, the problem on Dale Jarrett's car was not a cut tire as we had originally thought. It was a valve stem that came loose. That's where they lost the air pressure, but Dale Jarrett able to bring it down Pitt Road before he lost all the air pressure. So that's the problem for the leader. And again, he's a couple of laps down. He needs this long green flag run. So everybody else has to fit under green. 
It's going to hurt him if a caution flag should come out. Let's check in with Marty Snyder. Well, on this end of pit road, Sterling Marlin is having an absolutely terrific run. He started 29th and is currently running ninth, and the car is getting better the longer he runs. That's a great sign for Sterling Marlin and the Coors Light team. Bobby Hamilton, who was fast earlier, his car has now become loose. He's fallen back a little bit. He's currently running 20th. Tony Stewart started 37th. He's running 18th. His car is tight in the center, and as soon as he hits the gas, it gets loose. That's a tough problem to fix. And Dale Earnhardt has been consistently fast through this run. He started 38th, running 11th. And for Earnhardt fans, they'll remember this is the same car he had at Martinsville, and he has the same problem, or the car he had at Richmond, rather. He has the same problem. It's tight coming off the corners. It wants to push up. They're going to have to fix that problem for Dale Earnhardt, although he is making progress. Take a couple of other cars out there that would like to get on pit road. Jeremy Mayfield, all of a sudden, he's having his hands full and has for several laps out there. And Kevin LePage, we mentioned earlier, Kevin's been struggling also to keep his car uh, anywhere near the bottom of the racetrack. Now here comes Jeff Burton on the pit road. He will make a green flag pit stop as Burton is pitted all the way down toward turn number one. Going to take him a while to get down there. He'll pit at lap 114. Jeff Burton, who thought was going to be a contender to win this race, but he is all the way back in 33rd position and going laps down on the pit lane. Let's cover the Jeff Burton stop with Jim Phillips. And another car that was loose, Alan, extremely loose in the middle of the corner. They're going to try to tighten it up with air pressure. No adjustment tools out on the car. They've changed the right side tires, changing left side tires right now. Second get of 76 fuel goes in. We expect these cars go at least uh, 125, 17.3 on the stop for Jeff Burton. Now, Dale Jarrett has just gotten one of his laps back, Barney. He has just passed leader Kenny Wallace. So Dale Jarrett now on the tail end of one lap down. And this is good for him that he's faster than the leader on fresher tires if he can keep from having a caution flag before Kenny Wallace has to pit. The problem won't be a problem, and DJ will be right back into the thick of things on the lead lap. If the caution comes out now, at least he's gotten one of the two laps back, and he can come all the way back around and start working on lap two. So he's had a good break go his way early here for Dale Jarrett. We saw Jeremy Mayfield on pit road a moment ago, just as about the same time we started to talk about his handful with the car trying to get through the corners. Let's see if we can get an update on that stop. Well, they got a four-tire stop him at a track bar adjustment. He's been extremely loose after starting in a good starting position. He was up in 17th position, but Jeremy had lost quite a bit of time. Now a couple of the earlier front runners, Ted Musgrave, who started on the outside of the front row, and Mark Martin make their way down pit road in front of Jim Phillips. And here comes Mark Martin. He brings his forward end to a stop just a little bit earlier than we expected. Lap 118 on the stop for Martin. They're definitely going to make some chassis adjustments on the Martin car. They do. They make it on the chassis part, not the, not the track bar. Left side tires are going on right now. The left front wheel is placed in place. Same can of fuel is in for Mark Martin. They clean the grill off, down and away. 18.3 on the stop for Mark Martin. Right side tires on Martin's car covered in white paint when he came down the pit lane. So he has obviously gotten into the white painted outside wall here at Martinsville, up off one of the corners, but has now gotten service and continued on his way. Here's Ken Schrader on the pit lane. Green flag stops continuing here. This is lap number 120 that Schrader bails off the racetrack and comes on to the pit lane. Jimmy Spencer follows him down pit road and all of this while leader Kenny Wallace continues trucking on right around to Winston Kelly. And Kenny Schrader, the teammate and leader Kenny Wallace on pit road. They're going to make a track bar adjustment. Schrader's been talking about the car being loose all the way around. A round and a half on the track bar down. Now the crew around the left side of the car. A four-tire stop, 76 fuel for Ken Schrader. Rick Mass was in just a moment ago also. Would have been a scheduled stop. Coming in a little bit early for Rick. He's had his hands full with the car also since they put him under green or after they made about a 20-lap run. The car started going away a little bit. 
Jimmy Spencer gets a change of rubber in the Winston machine and he is down pit road about to go back onto the speedway. We're looking to see where Jeremy falls back to. He is back to 37th position and Ted Musgrave is now dropped back to 36 and Kenny Schrader is going to be 37th. Right now at lap number 123, Kenny Wallace leads Jeffrey Bodine by four seconds. Wallace that good working his way through the traffic early here at Martinsville. Behind Bodine is Kyle Petty in third, Jeff Gordon in fourth, John Andretti in fifth. That's the top five at the one-quarter point of today's race. Back at Martinsville Speedway, lining up for a restart in the Napa Auto Care 500. At lap number 142, Bad break for Kenny Wallace, who had been dominant in the early part of the event. He got caught by making a green flag pit stop and then the yellow coming out. But he is on the tail end of the lead lap and in front of Sterling Marlin when we go back at it and going to have a chance, hopefully with a quick caution, to come back around and get back in the thick of things for the win. Yeah, he's not too bad off there where he is because there's going to be a lot of traffic down to the inside that are a lap or more down. And then the cars that are only a single lap down are way behind those machines that are at least a lap or two laps down. So they're going to have to really fight their way through traffic. He should be able to stay on the tail end of the lead lap, and maybe if they get a caution here or get a long run, he'll still be okay, and so will Jeff Gordon and probably Rusty Wallace and more than likely Ward Burton. They are all on the tail end of the lead lap, just ahead of leader right now, Sterling Marlin. Took a long time to clean up down in turn number one, and it's still going to be a few more laps before we see the green flag. Today's broadcast of the Napa Auto Care 500 brought to you under exclusive radio rights granted by the Martinsville Speedway to MRN Radio. Solely for the private, not commercial use of our listening audience. Any publication, reproduction, or other use of the description and accounts of this event without the expressed written consent of MRN Radio is prohibited. Let's set the field for you now real quick before we go back racing. Sterling Marlin leads. Mike Skinner is second. Bobby Labonte third. Kyle Petty fourth. And John Entretti fifth. Michael Waltrip is sixth. Jeffrey Bodine seventh. Steve Park eighth. Hutch Strickland ninth. Johnny Benson is tenth. Eleventh is Ricky Craven. Tony Stewart is twelfth. Brett Bodine thirteenth. Rich Bickle fourteenth. Those cars on the lead lap. On the tail end of the lead lap, Kenny Wallace in fifteenth. Jeff Gordon in sixteenth. Rusty Wallace in seventeenth. And Ward Burton in 18th spot. A lap down Dale Earnhardt in 19th, Darrell Waltrip in 20th, Dale Jarrett in 21st, Chad Little in 22nd, Jerry Nadeau in 23rd, Bill Elliott in 24th, and Elliott Sadler in 25th. Also Ricky Rudd in 26th, David Green in 27th, Jeff Burton in 28th, and Ted Musgrave in 29th. They are on the tail end of one lap down. They're behind the pace car, but in front of leader Sterling Marlin. Everybody else is two or more laps down, including Mark Martin, who's a couple of laps down back in 33rd, and here we go, getting ready for the restart. And Dale Earnhardt has fallen way back. A lot of cars went around. I don't know if he's got a problem or if NASCAR has put him back in that position. We'll check that out. He's going all the way back almost to the tail end of the field. Pace car behind the pit wall. Field about to come off turn number four. First car a couple of laps down to the inside will be Ricky Rudd. And Kenny Wallace will take the green and lead him to turn number one. Remember, he is not the leader. He's just on the tail end of the lead lap. There are four of those cars directly ahead of the leader, Sterling Marlin, in turn two. Total of nine cars in front of Sterling Marlin as he worked his way up off turn number two. And, boy, you talk about being boxed in. A classic example here. Second place, Mike Skinner all over the rear deck of Sterling Marlin. Bobby Labonte and Kyle Petty following the tire tracks off turn four. Worked their way across the start-finish line. By the way, the Dale Earnhardt issue was he pitted too soon. He was a lap car and came down pit road on the first lap. He had to start at the tail end of the longest line. And trouble in turn one. Tony Stewart knocked out of traffic into the outside wall. Brett Bodine has to jam on the brakes behind him. Here's the caution flag. Kenny Wallace needed. He, Jeff Gordon, Rusty Wallace, and Ward Burton come to the start-finish line ahead of leader Sterling Marlin, and they get back on the lead lap. That's all they needed was a good break like that, and they get it in a hurry. However, it's a bad break for Tony Stewart. He's down in front of Joe Moore. 
Got a lot of uh, damage on the uh, Home Depot Pontiac Barney sitting right in the middle of the racetrack, causing some concern for the rest of the field as they come around. The car rolled down after hitting the outside retaining wall. Luckily, everybody able to get by. He got a lot of damage to that car. You can tell the left rear quarter panel really caved in, took a pretty hard shot. And caution is on the speedway for the third time this afternoon. Again, it will come out at lap 147. Brett Bodine's car is being pushed through the wall, or will be, as he's going behind the wall. So Brett's got a problem on that machine. We'll follow up on that in just a moment. And Tony Stewart likely, apparently, is going to have to have a wrecker. He is climbing out of the car to come out and pull his machine back into the pits. So Tony Stewart uh, out of the event here at lap number 148 at this point as his car turned around out of traffic and into the outside wall down in turn number one. Stewart has climbed from the machine, is standing next to it where it sits broadside across traffic here as the field works its way underneath him. And we see the yellow flag for the third time in this event at lap number 147. So Kenny Wallace, Jeff Gordon, Rusty Wallace, and... Ward Burton get back onto the lead lap because of this. And uh, Mr. Stewart and Mr. Kenny Irwin having a little discussion on the racetrack as Stewart uh, sticks his head in the passenger side window of Kenny Irwin's car as it goes by. So obviously those two um, have had a run-in or two a time today. Well, we said tempers always flare here at Martinsville. You're gonna, you, if you run out of patience this, this, at this place, uh, you're going to be mad before the day is over. I believe it was Rusty Wallace who told me a year ago, uh, at this racetrack here at Martinsville by the second lap. If you aren't mad at somebody, you're not at Martinsville. Yeah, the tempers will flare, that's for sure, and they are here in the early going in this event. 149 laps complete. Pit road has been closed. It will be uh, reopened here in just a minute. We'll see who takes advantage uh, of the opportunity to come on down and work in the third caution of the race today. Now, Kenny Irwin has been involved in two previous spins at lap 29 up in turn four, and again at lap 132. Uh, this time by it was Tony Stewart and uh, looked like Kenny Irwin uh, involved down in turn one. Brett Bodine caught up in the aftermath of that. Uh, I don't know if Stewart had a hand in either of the first two spins, but um, having had a look at the replay from the third one, you might venture a guess that there was some involvement there as well because it was uh, uh, the replay was pretty interesting. Uh, we'll give Tony time to calm down a little bit. Maybe we can get a word with him in just a moment. They are yet to hook up to his car down in turn number one, so this is going to be a long caution. Lap 150 is on the board. Sterling Marlin, Mike Skinner, Bobby Labonte, and Kyle Petty and John Andretti are your top five. Only a couple of pit stops under this caution flag. Let's go to Jim Phillips. Now we got uh, Jeff Burton. Uh, they're still working on, uh, waiting on him. They came in once. Now he's coming back in again. He's the only car on this end that came in. They're changing left side tires in the Burton car this time. And uh, as we pointed out in that first long run, Burton's car was loose. Trying to get him tightened up, and he could be one of the contenders to win this race. I think we had a couple of cars in front of Winston Kelly. Yeah, there were a couple of cars here, and we've also stepped behind the uh, pit wall, Barney, to talk to Brett Bodine. He was one of the ones caught up in the aftermath of that accident. Brett, could you see how it unfolded out there? Yeah, Kenny Irwin just, you know, he's down in the lap car lane and just turned right, pinched me in the wall, and at the same time he ran in the back of the 20 car and, uh, you know, took out two cars on the lead lap. You know, I... I just can't believe our luck. Uh, had good luck to catch the yellow one we did to stay on the lead lap, and uh, uh, that good luck turned to bad luck in a hurry. Yeah, he was running up in about the 13th position as he had stayed out and not pitted before that caution came out. But Brett Bodine with another stroke of bad luck. He's sitting behind the wall getting a ball joint replaced on his forward. So we work the third caution of the Napa Auto Care 500, now at lap number 152 with Sterling Marlin in front of Mike Skinner, Bobby Labonte, Kyle Petty, and John Andretti. The Martinsville Speedway, this is MRN Radio. 
back in Martinsville. We go racing in one more lap. Let's go to Jim Phillips. Tony Stewart, tough break on the racetrack. What happened? I don't know. Just same things he used to have when I ran midgets and sprint cars with a guy. I mean, he doesn't like getting beat by me. And the first time I turned him around, it was my fault. I mean, I'll admit that. I, I didn't mean to get to him. I barely touched him and turned him around. It was my fault. I told my spotter to tell his spotter it was my fault. I didn't mean to do it. The second time, he leaned on me coming off one, about spun me coming off a of two. Go down to three and four, I hit him back. It spun him. So he, he decided to make sure he took me out for good. Are you out for, the, out for good today? I'm pretty sure we probably are. And he's headed up in the NASCAR truck. I imagine NASCAR will be talking to both of those drivers here this afternoon, and it's a good indication of where we are. <laughs> Short track racing, and uh, we always see the tempers boil, and we have seen it here today, and we're not even halfway through <laughs> the race so far. Ready for the restart, Sterling Marlin is up on top, one of 16 cars on the lead lap. Ted Musgrave, the first lap car that was inside, and here they come down to the green flag. Green flag is in the air, and Marlin get a good jump on the restart. We'll head for turn number one, hit no traffic as he gets the corner. Mike Skinner trying to get around on the outside as they work their way off turn two. Skinner held up for a few moments on the outside of Ted Musgrave, trying to clear himself of that lap car, but now he falls right into the rear deck of Sterling Marlin's machine, follows him up through turns three and four, even takes a look to the outside of Marlin. Mike Skinner trying to find a way around and see if he can get out in front lead. He swings back to the inside and has the bottom lane now. He's alongside Sterling Marlin for the lead in one. Side by side off the corner. Mike Skinner gets the good run down to the inside lane, gets the fender out in front. Marlin pulls even halfway down the back straightaway, but down to the inside, Mike Skinner looks like he's going to clear and take the top spot. Tell you what, Mike's got her to the floorboard here this afternoon. He gets around Sterling Marlin, now has a, an interval of maybe a half a car length as they go back to turn one. Marlin settles in behind him now just before Jimmy Spencer comes along. He's trying to get back on the lead lap on the back straightaway. It is Skinner to the outside lane. Here's Sterling Marlin and Bobby Labonte falling in behind on the outside. Jimmy Spencer now trying to work up to the bottom side of race leader Mike Skinner if he can and try and get one of his laps back. Spencer is two laps down to the race leader, back in 27th position, but he is all over Skinner's back bumper in two. Working hard to the inside, trying to pull up alongside Mike Skinner, but Skinner is really strong here on this segment of Green Flag Racing. Works his way back into turn number three. Further back, you've got John Andretti working the outside lane. He and Bobby Labonte racing side by side as Kyle Petty goes after Sterling Marlin. Kyle Petty down to the inside, works his way off into the corner. It's smooth sailing right now for leader Mike Skinner, as he works his way out of the corner, as far as maybe losing the lead, he's not going to do that, but Jimmy Spencer is not going to cut him any slack, and Spencer gets closer, closer up in the corner, touch a little bit. Jimmy tries to dive down almost to the curving to get underneath him and comes after him one more time, going to race him to turn number one and try to dive inside. Trying to get the favorite inside line, makes a bit of contact with Mike Skinner, pushes it up with the banking, and here is Spencer now working the inside lane. Up alongside Mike Skinner, the race leader, Ted Musgrave sitting behind, hoping he'll have an opportunity to get by as well. Spencer slides Skinner up the racetrack in turn four and runs up underneath him, gets one of his laps back. Skinner checks off the gas, lets Ted Musgrave go as well and kind of settles back in line behind the two-lap machine. Now he sees the second place car. Kyle Petty fall in line just behind him. Mike Skinner behind the two cars. It's just unlapped themselves. Then comes Kyle Petty along with Sterling Marlin, the third place car. John Andretti in fourth. John having a good run here this afternoon in fourth position and Bobby Labonte all of a sudden running a little bit stronger. He is back in fifth as they work their way back to the corner right now. Jeffrey Bodine is sixth. Michael Waltrip seventh. Steve Park is eighth. They're off turn two. John Andretti down to the inside lane of the racetrack trying to clear himself of the car of Jeremy Mayfield who's not on the lead lap. Andretti side by side with Mayfield as they exit third four. Coming up off 
the corner to the start-finish line. Andretti in fourth position. Mayfield not on the lead lap. He's back in 29th spot, two laps down. And pressure for the race lead. Kyle Petty all over Mike Skinner. Kyle right up on the bumper, trying to find a lane to open up, either on the inside or outside. Neither one does. He'll follow the tire tracks of the low Chevy. Back to turn three. Mike Skinner's been so close to winning a race in 1999. He's had a couple of chances and had bad luck before the team, but he feels like he can get one before the year is out. He's running pretty good here this afternoon, kind of being held up for the moment by two cars that have gotten around the leader. And right now, Kyle Petty is determined that he can get past Mike Skinner as they go to three. Finally gets the inside lane open up at least halfway down the back straightaway, but Skinner shuts him down once again as they come back to turns three and four. Across the start-finish line at lap number 165. Skinner, Kyle Petty running one and two with Sterling Marlin, John Andretti, and Bobby Labonte making up the rest of the top five. Deeper into the field, Jeffrey Bodine is sixth, Michael Waltrip seventh, Steve Park eighth, Hutch Strickland ninth, and Johnny Benson tenth. Ricky Craven's 11th, Rich Bickle 12th, Kenny Wallace is 13th, Jeff Gordon 14th, Rusty Wallace 15th, and 16th is now Ward Burton. Dale Jarrett has worked his way up to be the first car one lap down. He's in 17th spot with Chad Little 18th, Dale Earnhardt 19th, and Darrell Waltrip rounding out the top 20. 21st is Bill Elliott, Jerry Nadeau is 22nd, Ricky Rudd 23rd, Jeff Burton 24th, and David Green 25th. 26th is Elliott Sadler, Jimmy Spencer, and Ted Musgrave in 27th and 28th are the last cars one lap down. Two laps down, Jeremy Mayfield in 29th, Joni Macek in 30th, Mark Martin in 31st, Robert Presley in 32nd, Ken Schrader in 33rd, Kenny Irwin in 34th, and 35th place Ken uh, Schrader. Uh, looking also there with uh, Kevin LePage in 36th spot. He's two laps down. Then you've got Wally Dallenbach three laps down in 37th. Rick Mast five laps down in 38th. Mike Bliss seven laps down in 39th. Tony Stewart and Brett Bodine behind the wall in 40th and 41st. Dave Marcus and Terry Labonte in 42nd and 43rd. Both spent time behind the wall earlier in the race. And that is the full field here as we close in on 200 laps. Not much uh, daylight between the front four right now. Mike Skinner continues to lead. He's just a car length ahead of Kyle Petty. About two car lengths back to Sterling Marlin, the third place car. Less than half a car length. Back to the fourth place machine right now, John Andretti. He's been working on Sterling for the last couple of laps around. Trying to get a run on him inside. Coming off turn number four. Won't be able to do it. Let's watch that one as it goes back down to turns one and two. Andretti has taken a couple of shots at Sterling Marlin. The favorite lane is down on the inside when you come up off the corner here at Martinsville. You see uh, from our position here at the end of the back straightaway where Andretti just squeezes to the inside, tries to get the nose of his car up under Marlin each lap, but Marlin able to pin off down on the inside and keep that lane closed. Field comes off the corner and across the start-finish line and continuing to watch Mike Skinner hold on to the race lead. It uh, looks at this point like Kyle Petty has chosen uh, to ride a little bit behind Mike Skinner. He tried him a couple of times, didn't have enough muscle to make the move, and now he's just, what, a car length, maybe two car lengths behind Skinner, but not putting any great pressure on Mike at uh, this point. Uh, tell you, interesting-looking top ten here, Barney, with uh, that caution coming out after several had made the green flag pit stops. You've got guys who had been basically lapped or just about lapped who now all of a sudden are up in the top ten. Guys like Michael Waltrip, Steve Park, Hutch Strickland, and Johnny Benson 
and I think uh, perhaps several nominees for the Break of the Race Award from Ray Bestis, the official brakes of NASCAR that Barney and I will pick at the end of the day today. Driver with the best brake during the running of the event. We'll see $500 donated on his behalf to Motor Racing Outreach Children's Ministries from Ray Bestis, the official brakes of NASCAR. And this is a racetrack where you need several good brakes if you're to spend the day out there with a race car in one piece and have a shot to go to victory lane. 174 laps come up on the scoreboard with Mike Skinner still leading Kyle Petty. We talked about Kyle for the moment just being content to where he is. No, really no point in pushing the issue unless Mike starts having some handling problems with the car because Sterling Marlin, who rides third, isn't really breathing that hard on Kyle and neither is John Andretti as they work their way back into turn number one. Probably trying to save those race cars. We've got a long ways to go here. Mike Skinner is your leader. The NASCAR Winston Cup Series in Martinsville, Virginia today for the Napa Auto Care 500 Motor Racing Network. Here to bring you live coverage, I'm Alan Bestwick along with Barney Hall. Joe Moore's in the back straightaway. Jim Phillips, Winston Kelly, and Marty Snyder, as always, in the pit and garage areas. Been a pretty clean race, only three quick caution flags in the event. And now at lap 284, waiting on visits by some of the leaders to pit road under the green flag. Michael Waltrip was just in for a green flag stop. He was one of the ten cars on the lead lap. And now here's fourth place runner Sterling Marlin coming in for a visit as well. This is at lap 285. Winston Kelly looks on. We're going to work on the right side of Sterling Marlin's car. Going to get a four-tire change. 76 fuel going in. Jerry Schweitz putting in the second can of gas as they come around to the left side of the car. A very routine stop. We're also waiting on Bobby Labonte to make his appearance momentarily. Chad Little on pit road right now, but all of a sudden John Andretti was there just a moment ago right on the bumper of Mike Skinner. He's now just maybe a couple of car lengths behind him as they work their way through turns three and four in very heavy traffic. And both those cars skating all over the racetrack in both ends of the speedway as they head back for turn one. Both try to stay out here as long as they can to put off that uh, pit stop. But what uh, is happening once again is faster cars are catching them with fresher tires and blowing by them, causing some problems. Robert Presley just making a move now by Mike Skinner, while John Andretti once again closes in and actually has an opening now underneath Skinner. And what was a two-car race for the lead is now three because Bobby Labonte has caught the front two as well. Labonte up on the outside of the lap car of Hutch Strickland in one, trying to get around John Andretti for second. Open a pinch, Andretti down to the inside and get a good run to the outside, but it's not going to work. Andretti pulls up the banking to the outside lane. Bobby Labonte forced to follow his tire tracks up high through three and four. And Hutch Strickland and Rusty Wallace with fresher tires on their car, fast approaching the leader also, trying to gain a lap back as they work their way down into turn number one. Rusty gets real aggressive in the corner. Rusty dives down to the inside lane of the race racetrack gets by Hutt Strickland now pulls even with Mike Skinner trying to blast by him he'll get the inside lane and open it up for himself and for Hutt Strickland as we've got problems right in front of the leader Skinner makes the move by John Andretti makes contact with Bobby Hamilton and Rich Bickle those the two cars that got together here in turn four and Andretti who was running second made contact with the rear of Hamilton's car and a bad break for John Andretti had absolutely nowhere to go he got on the binders saw what was happening I'm sure his spotter told him also getting into the corner couldn't get it woed down had no no place to go other than make a right turn or a left turn and slam into somebody else. And John has done a lot of damage to the front end of the STP machine. He is limping around the racetrack, and the yellow flag is on the speedway. Could have gotten more cars up there also. That was a close one. And once more, the caution comes out in the middle of a series of green flag pit stops, and it's going to catch some guys a lap down. Michael Waltrip had just been on pit road. He's going to go a lap down. Johnny Benson goes a lap down. 
Uh, Rusty Wallace is going to go a lap down because of pitting Hutch Strickland as well because they stopped under the green just before the caution flag came out. Rich Bickle and Bobby Hamilton looks like were the ones who got together to spin uh, to to get around initially. Actually, it was uh, Bickle and Tony Stewart who made the first contact. Bickle spun. Hamilton stopped just after nudging him, and the track was basically blocked. John Andretti had cars to his inside coming into the corner, locked the brakes up, but slid right in to the back of the Hamilton car and has punched out the radiator, it looks like, on the STP machine because he has left a stream of liquid all the way around the Martinsville Speedway that has uh, going to really put a crimp in Andretti's hopes for a good finish today. He was running second at the time of the problem up there in turn four. Now, pit road is closed. We will take a break here, come back and cover the stops in just a moment. We have had uh, pit stops under the caution flag for the race leaders. Jim Phillips. And we've had Mike Skinner in. Kyle Pitty's in right now. Jeffrey Bodine's in right now. Also in Jeff Gordon getting service. He got four tires and fuel. They sent him back out on the track. A lot of cars got caught on that situation. Among those was Rusty Wallace and Michael Waltrip. Weston Kelly. Midsection of pit road, only one car, but he was the quickest. Bobby Labonte, four tires, 76 fuel, no changes. 15.9 15.9 seconds. Your new leader, Bobby Labonte. Marty Snyder. No lead lap cars on this end of pit road. Dale Earnhardt with a very quick stop, however. He is running in 11th spot. Also, Hut Strickland having a pretty good run, taking on four tires and no chassis adjustments for Hut. And the race off pit road will be won by Bobby Labonte. Coming out right behind him would be Mike Skinner, followed by Jeff Gordon, Jeffrey Bodine, and Kyle Petty. That's the way they came out of the pits. So Bobby Labonte driving a backup car after a crash here in practice on Friday now leads the Napa Auto Care 500. We'll take a break and come back in just a moment for the Martinsville Speedway. This is MRN Radio. Back live at Martinsville Speedway with coverage of the Napa Auto Care 500 for you. After a set of caution flag pit stops, Bobby Labonte has come out with the race lead for the first time all day, putting Mike Skinner back to second, Jeff Gordon to third, Kyle Petty to fourth, and Kenny Wallace, who was coming on to pit road when the caution came out, steamed right on through the pit lane, stayed on the lead lap. He comes out in fifth, followed by Jeffrey Bodine and Sterling Marlin, sixth and seventh, and the final two cars on the lead lap. The rest of the uh, top ten are Dale Jarrett, excuse me, Dale Earnhardt, Dale Jarrett, and Steve Park, who are all one lap down at this point in the eighth, ninth, and tenth positions. While we work under the caution, they have pushed John Andretti's car back to his uh, hauler behind pit road. Winston Kelly uh, looks like some pretty significant damage to the STP car. A whole lot of damage to the front end of the car all the way around. They're cutting off the entire front clip of the car. He had no oil pressure when he brought it down pit road. Uh, John Andretti got out with his helmet still on and walked disgustedly and understandably so up into his hauler and is gathering his thoughts up there with Robbie Loomis and uh, car owner Richard Petty. So we hope to get a comment from him as soon as we can. It's a tough break for John because he had a car capable of winning here again as he uh, made that big charge, you know, back in the spring race to go on to win here at Martinsville. And to, and to, to lose a race by your own making is bad enough. But when you go out of a race do no fault of your own. It's awfully hard to swallow, as we have said time after time. It's just got to be tough for him. Let's go back to pit road. Now let's talk to Brian Weitzel right here while we've got a moment. He made some great progress. First, first day on the job, Brian. Not too bad. You're up to third. Yeah, it's not real bad. Uh, we're doing okay. Uh, the brakes are kind of going our way. And he's talking to Jeff right now and uh, talking to his driver, Jeff Gordon. But uh, like he said, the brakes are going his way, playing a conservative uh, race today and it's working out good for third place for Jeff Gordon here with uh, 297 laps down. 
Haven't talked a whole lot about Gordon today, but he started the race in fifth position. He's running third now, and again, one of just seven cars on the lead lap at this point in the race. Mike Reardon has stepped into the booth to join us. Mike, the director of events and sponsorships for Napa, sponsoring the Napa Auto Care 500. You folks sponsor so many races throughout the course of a NASCAR season. Uh, putting the Auto Care tag on this one to separate it from the others, I guess. Why? What, what is Napa Auto Care? Well, Alan, the, uh, the Napa Auto Care program is really a program that we put together back in the mid-'80s, and it's now grown to where we have over 9,400 members. Uh, the program that we put together is really a marketing, business building, and training program that we offer out to the independent automotive repair, te- repair technicians. And, uh, you know, it, it helps them grow their business, which in turn grows our business. And, of course, uh, the association here with Martinsville Speedway is relatively new, a couple of years old now. You folks must be enjoying it because you got another terrific event going here today. Beautiful weather, uh, great crowd. We've got over 800 members of the Napa family here. And uh, uh, the Piedmont Division, this is in our Piedmont Division, they did a uh, promotion this year in the month of August, and uh, they had direct uh, results from that promotion tied to this race that produced a, uh, a record sales month for them. Wow, terrific. Great choice on the Grand Marshal, by the way. Walter Ballard, it was great to see him down at the start-finish line getting this thing cranked up. Alan, uh, Walter is, and his wife, is, are, it's really a homecoming for them. They, uh, down, I, I just had a, it was just a treat for me to, to watch them uh, uh, make new acquaintances and, and uh, renew old acquaintances. They're having a weekend of their life. Walter, the 1971 Winston Cup Rookie of the Year. He's also a Napa store owner in the Charlotte area, which is terrific. Mike, thanks for all the continued support of NASCAR racing on behalf of Napa, and congratulations on another successful event here today. Thank you, Alan, and uh, once again, I'd like to thank uh, yourself and and, uh, and all the folks at MRN for their support of uh, NASCAR racing. Appreciate it, Mike. Thanks. Mike Reardon from Napa here with us today in Martinsville, watching the Napa Auto Care 500 roll at this point under caution at the 300-lap mark. Yeah, they had a long one up there in turns three and four where we brought out the latest yellow flag a moment ago. We had the blower out there to kind of clean up the racetrack a little bit, had to put some stay dry down because some liquid came onto the racetrack also. So it's going to be at least another lap or so before we will go back to green. They've also got a blower down in turns one and two to kind of get the racetrack as clean as they possibly can before we go back to green flag conditions. Just past the 300-lap mark here at Martinsville. Moving to the final stages of the Napa Auto Care 500 for the NASCAR Winston Cup Series at Martinsville Speedway in Virginia. Motor Racing Network here with live coverage. Alan Bestwick along with Barney Hall, Joe Moore, Jim Phillips, Winston Kelly, and Marty Snyder. Bobby Labonte's been out in front since lap 294. He got off pit road on a caution flag stop then with the race lead. He has held on ever since. Now 100 laps later at 394, he has a 1.6 second advantage on Jeff Gordon, the second place car with two lap machines in between himself and Gordon. And some of the cars that we talked about having a shot to win here at Martinsville now losing ground to leader Bobby Labonte. A couple of those would be Kyle Petty and Jeffrey Bodine. They've fallen back to 6th and 7th. They're more than a straightaway behind, boxed up in traffic, trying to get out of that and run down the leader as they all go down to turn two. All working down the inside lane of the racetrack. No one stepping out of line. Jeffrey Bodine with you a close watch on him as he works some of the traffic. Nowhere near as strong as he was earlier this afternoon. Down to the inside of the racetrack, still trying to fight his way through traffic here in turns three and four. Bodine car has been fighting some overheating problems. 
problems in this latest stretch of the race. They added water to it on the last pit stop, and again, he remains on the lead lap in sixth position. Let's set the whole field for you now as we come up on 100 to go. Bobby Labonte is the leader with Jeff Gordon second, Kenny Wallace third, Dale Earnhardt up to fourth, and Mike Skinner now running fifth. Sixth is Jeffrey Bodine. Kyle Petty is seventh, and he's the last car on the lead lap. With Sterling Marlin, the first one lap down in eighth, Rusty Wallace ninth, and Dale Jarrett running tenth now. Steve Park is 11th, and Hutch Strickland is 12th. Two laps down, Jeff Burton is 13th, Ward Burton is 14th, Michael Waltrip is 15th, and Ricky Craven is 16th. Three laps down, you've got Jimmy Spencer in 17th, Jeremy Mayfield in 18th, 19th Ricky Rudd in 20th place, Mark Martin, along with Johnny Benson in 21st, Ted Musgrave in 22nd, and Rich Bickle in 23rd. Four laps down, Ken Schrader in 24th, Bill Elliott in 25th, and David Green in 26th. Five laps down, Chad Little in 27th, Joni Machek in 28th, Wally Dallenbach in 29th, Jerry Nadeau in 30th, Robert Presley in 31st, 32nd place Darrell Waltrip, and Elliott Sadler, who runs in 33rd position. Seven laps down is Kevin LePage, who's 34th. Bobby Hamilton is eight laps down in 35th, along with Rick Mast in 36th. Running 11 laps down, Mike Bliss in 37th. Dave Marcus, Kenny Irwin, Terry Labonte, Tony Stewart, and Brett Bodine have all spent time behind the wall earlier in the race. They are near the bottom of the order. John Andretti right now runs in 42nd spot. He is the only car out of the race. He will drop 243rd and last in another five laps. And the interval now between first and second, Bobby Labonte and Jeff Gordon is a little over a full two seconds. That translates to about a half a straightaway as Jeff Gordon. Jeff's had a decent car here today, but it has not been good enough to get up there and really challenge for the lead so uh, I think considering that they have lost Ray Evernham and all the adjustments going on in that team it will come together you won't see Gordon fade out of the picture he's going to win his share of races he's just too good a race driver and that team is just too solid not to but today the car not quite what we have seen it here along with a dozen other machines also in that same boat right, right now Kenny Wallace is the guy that's trying to chase everybody down but getting back to Gordon uh, you're a little closer to that team than than I am but I don't think we've We'll never have to worry about that. Caution on the speedway here at lap number 403 for Bobby Labonte. This, again, another caution for allowing a safety vehicle to depart the speedway through the crossover gate. So caution here, sixth one of the race, lap number 403. And again, this a NASCAR caution to allow some safety vehicles to exit the property. I was just going to say while you were talking about Jeff Gordon, Barney, right now he's got something dangling for the back end of his car. looks like a little piece of fiberglass or that... uh, back bumper cover that is where the back bumper on your car is has been knocked away by some contact with somebody and it's sort of dangling from the back of his machine but that's not really um, a problem for these cars and so I'm sure Gordon will be allowed to continue with that uh, run in the way that it is because it's not really anything that's going to cause a problem for anyone should it get knocked off again 404 laps complete caution in the Napa Auto Care 500 for the sixth time in the race Are you a diehard race fan? Then you could win a trip to the Daytona 500 in 2000. To enter, listen on race day for the diehard question of the week. Then mail your answer on a 3x5 card with your name, address, and phone number to Diehard Fan, Box 9068, Bridgeport, New Jersey, 08014. No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited. Open to U.S. residents 18 or older. Okay, diehard fans, here's this week's question. Who is the oldest driver to win a NASCAR Winston Cup race? This week's entry must be received by October 13th. 
front desk. Yeah, somebody left crumbs on my floor. Can I switch rooms? Can't switch for crumbs, only morsels. What's the difference? Well, to qualify as a morsel, the food particle in question must have fallen directly from a plate or from the corner of the mouth. Ooh. A good way to tell is if it's damp. Okay. Should have picked an Econo Lodge. There's over 700 locations, and our Mr. Clean Housekeeping program means we're always cleaner. Call 1-800-55-ECONO or visit econolodge.com. Our rates are low, not our standards. Friday, NASCAR Craftsman Truck Series Racing from the Louisville Motor Speedway. Live coverage of the Kroger 225 begins at 8.15 p.m. Eastern on MRN Radio. Pit Road will be open as the field comes to the opening of the pit lane. Will anybody come in is the question. Bobby Labonte, Jeff Gordon, Kenny Wallace, the front three stay out. Here's Dale Earnhardt along with Mike Skinner, the fourth and fifth place cars, and sixth place Jeffrey Bodine. They're going to come in for some fresh good years here with 95 laps to go. Kyle Petty, the last car on the lead lap in seventh, is also going to come in for service. First, here's Marty Snyder. Well, Dale Earnhardt was coming in no matter what. He did not like that set of tires. It did not match up to the setup on his car. So four tires, no adjustments for Dale Earnhardt, however. Now let's go down to Winston Kelly. Uh, nobody on the midsection of pit road as Bobby Labonte's crew decides to leave him out. He does like this setup, this set of tires. Now down to Jim Phillips. Same scenario for Mike Skinner, the Dale Earnhardt. He did not like this set of tires. They're a little bit too tight. We're going to raise the track bar, put 40 tires on it. Also, Kyle Petty is in down here on the pit lane. He's going to get uh, four tires and fuel to Jeffrey Bodine. Going to try to force a little bit more water in that car and to cool it down a little bit. And they are changing tires on his car as he did not make up a lot of ground on that set. Race track might change a little bit. A cloud cover has moved over the speedway here for the last few minutes and kind of will certainly cool the racetrack down just a little bit. But uh, it could be a factor, and it might not. But it has. Uh, we do have some clouds over the racetrack. Quite a few drivers that are a lap or more down are on pit road right now. Dale Jarrett's one of those. Joe Nemechek is in. Ward Burton is in. Steve Park, Ricky Rudd, Mark Martin is on pit road. Ted Musgrave, Kenny Schrader. And this would be a stop coming under the caution flag that has come out to allow one of the safety vehicles to exit the racetrack again. 407 laps complete, 93 to go from the Martinsville Speedway. This is MRN Radio. Back at Martinsville, under the caution, the top three stay on the speedway. The rest of the seven cars on the lead lap choose to pit. It's Bobby Labonte, Jeff Gordon, and Kenny Wallace who are the top three. With Dale Earnhardt, Mike Skinner, Jeffrey Bodine, and Kyle Petty in fourth through seventh now on fresher tires. couple of updates from pit road. First, Marty Snyder. Well, Dale Earnhardt sits in fourth, and we talked to Kevin Hamill a little while ago about the car, but now let's talk about the driver. Earnhardt had a stomach virus last night. It didn't bother him too bad at the first of the race, but how's he feeling now, Kevin? Uh, he's, he's feeling a little bit sick today, and it's bothering him longer we run, of course. Um, before that last deal, he said he wasn't sure if he's going to make it the rest of the way or not, but I, I think if he runs good, car works good, he'll be all right. It's amazing how the uh, car can be a great medicine, but Dale Earnhardt not feeling well. He's sort of got a fever. He's asking for water, and as much as he can get it, every pit stop they make, and they're dousing him with water, um, and he's drinking water. So Dale Earnhardt, a uh, little bit under the weather, but he's going to try to make it. He currently is in fourth. If he feels like he's got a chance to win, I think you'll see Earnhardt stay in that car, and there's not much doubt in my mind about that. Field getting the indication, one lap, and we go back to green. Winston Kelly is in the championship leader's pit. Dale Jarrett, Winston, remarkable rally from 38th after a cut tire or a melted um, valve stem grommet earlier in the race, now up to ninth spot. Let's see if we can get a quick word with Todd Parrott. Todd's been talking to him. Now he's uh, giving him some more, uh, talking about... uh, He's in his way on up to the front of the pack, so we'll leave Todd alone. But it has been a remarkable run as they were all the way back, far back in the 20s, almost three laps down at one point. So DJ up in ninth. 
This is one of the tracks that they were really concerned about as far as the championship run, because Martinsville, as we said, you can get in trouble here, become a part of somebody else's trouble. And if they can come out of here with a top 10 finish this afternoon, I think they'll be fairly happy with that. Pace car behind the pit wall. Come down to the green flag this time. Bobby Labonte takes the green. Jeff Burton will be the first car down on the inside. A lap machine. Riding in the number two spot, they get at it. Back in turn number two, Jeff Gordon trying to hang with the leader. Gordon trying to work the outside lane. That's the path that is cut by Bobby Labonte, trying to get by the Jeff Burton car. Burton and Labonte side by side. Then Rusty Wallace's lap car before second place, Jeff Gordon. Jeff Burton is 13th, the first car two laps down. He's got one of them back now by leader Bobby Labonte. Here's Rusty Wallace, the first car one lap down, trying to get underneath the leader. Wallace tried to shove his forward underneath Bobby Labonte's Pontiac, and he's successful in doing that here as he exits turn number two. But now Bobby Labonte's stronger at the end of the back straightaway. He swings out in front of Rusty once again. Rusty going to put the heat on. Touches a little bit as they come out of the corner. Determined to get himself back up in front of the leader if he can do it. Stands in the throttle again. Races him deep to the inside and turn one. Hard battle here as Rusty Wallace is trying to get back around race leader Bobby Labonte. They bounce off one another. Exiting turn number two. Rusty gets a good run and beats Bobby into turn three. Rusty's on fresher tires now than Bobby. And Rusty opens the inside lane. Here comes Jeff Gordon to the bottom. Side by side for the race lead with Bobby Labonte. Across the stripe, down into turn one. Gordon low, Labonte high. Labonte is strong coming into the corner. Has a nose out in front of Jeff Gordon, but Gordon gets a good run off turn number two. On the back straightaway, they're dead even. Labonte strong on the outside lane. He's in front of Gordon, but Gordon pedals back off four. And you can give a lot of credit to Rusty Wallace for in that battle with the leader, allowing the other cars to catch up there for just a moment. All of a sudden, Kenny Wallace is back in it, and Dale Earnhardt's in the thick of things over in turn two. Labonte has a nose out in front of Jeff Gordon, and yet Kenny Wallace is now pulled up on the rear deck of Bobby Labonte. So a three-way battle for the lead. Gordon and Labonte still side-by-side side entering three. With Kenny Wallace and Dale Earnhardt right in their back bumpers. Off the corner, Gordon gets the nose out in front. Labonte wiggles. Gordon leads for the first time all race. Lap 416, 84 to go. Here's Kenny oh, Wallace. we got a big pileup here in the front straightaway as they came off the corner. Involved in that is going to be Jerry Nadeau. Also, Kevin LePage has racked up his machine here as they hit the start-finish line. Rich Bickle is caught up in that as they work their way down through the front straightaway. About five cars got tangled up right here in the front stretch just a moment ago, and caution is on the racetrack. Cars involved, Ricky Craven, Jerry Nadeau, Rich Bickle, uh, also the Joe Nemechek machine. All of those cars off turn four coming from the outside to the inside wall in a big heap right at the start-finish line. And the yellow flag waves for the seventh time in this Napa 500 just after Jeff Gordon takes the race lead. Some of the leaders, but not all, pit under the caution flag at lap 419. Winston Kelly. The body decided, that's Bobby, decided not to pit last time. This time he's getting all four tires. He didn't like that set. Didn't come up to speed quite as good as it had earlier. A four-tire stop, 17.97 seconds. Expect Dale Jarrett to come in next time around. Get two left side tires. He got right sides last time. Now Jeff Gordon in front of Jim Phillips. And he gets four new tires uh, this time. And going to even up at everybody. Rusty Wallace going to come in get four new tires. Uh, just got back on the lead lap. The right side of Rusty's car is up. They're changing all four tires in his car. Expect uh, Jeff Burton also to come down the pit lane to get tires along with Steve Park. Lap 419. We're under caution here at Martinsville from the Martinsville Speedway. This is MRN Radio. More pitch strategy being played out here in the late going of the Napa Auto Care 500 at Martinsville. Kenny Wallace stays on the racetrack this time, and he is going to be out in front now of Dale Earnhardt, Mike Skinner, and Jeffrey Bodine, who pitted under the last caution 
and then Bobby Labonte, Jeff Gordon, and Kyle Petty, along with Rusty Wallace, who pitted on this caution, will make up those on the lead lap. The cars of Rich Bickle and Joni Macek have gone behind the wall because of the incident that put out the yellow flag. First to Marty Snyder. Well, Rich Bickle uh, sits in the car. He always finishes well at Martinsville, but that won't be the case today, Rich. What happened? Well, our car wasn't all that good. I was really loose there for a while. But all i got to say is one thing. When there's a wreck and people are sideways, people need to learn how to put the brake pedal on instead of standing in the gas pedal and shoving themselves through. I mean, that is ridiculous. But, you know, that's kind of the way our day went in the Cartoon Network car. It's just some guys, I'm telling you. Uh, they keep getting rides, though. Surprises me. Well, he finished fourth in this race last year, but today it's going to be a pretty poor finish for Rich Bickle. And the front row starter, the pole starter today, Joe Nemechek. I believe Jim Phillips is with him. Joe, the day started off good, but it's not going to end that way. What happened? Well, I'm not real sure. Uh, something happened coming off a of four there. You know, you're running nose to tail, and all of a sudden somebody in the front locked the brakes up, and, man, it's just like an accordion. Just everybody started piling up. Uh, just a shame for a Bell South Chevy. You know, sitting on the pole, we had some high expectations, and uh, our car just got a little bit too loose too quick and and um we just we lost some laps and they're working on it they've taken the, taken the hood off and uh, there's gonna be a lot of more work to do on this chevrolet before they get it back out there a tough break for joe could have had a decent finish here despite having uh, more than his share of problems here this afternoon Forming up for a double-file restart. It'll go green at lap 424. It'll be Kenny Wallace leading, Dale Earnhardt second, Mike Skinner third, Jeffrey Bodine fourth, Bobby Labonte fifth, Jeff Gordon sixth, Kyle Petty seventh, and Rusty Wallace last on the lead lap in eighth. Dale Jarrett's the first car one lap down in ninth. He's got uh, Jeremy Mayfield, who's the first car three laps down in front of him to the inside of leader Kenny Wallace as we go back racing. Kenny Wallace taking a gamble, not coming out of pit road. He has a little older tires on his car. Now the question is, can he hold in there and hold everybody off? He's in one. Working his way to the high side of the racetrack with Jeremy Mayfield occupying the inside lane. Here comes Kenny Wallace halfway down the back straightaway. He's at a car length over second place, Dale Earnhardt. Earnhardt working to the outside of the lap car of Dale Jarrett. Jeremy Mayfield bouncing off that curbing to the inside of the racetrack in turns three and four. Gets sideways underneath the race leader. Everybody gets away okay, but it allows Kenny Wallace to clear the lap traffic. Here's Dale Earnhardt looking to the outside of Kenny Wallace for an opportunity. Not close enough to strike this time, Dale. He'll fall back in line single file they've lost mike skinner the third place car he's trapped behind two lap machines earnhardt put a move on trying to get around on the outside i'll bet all of a sudden that stomach ache has gone away his concentration right now is on winning this race as he goes after the leader in turn two earnhardt goes up the banking takes a higher line than kenny wallace does and threatens to pull up alongside but kenny gets off the corner just a little bit better holds earnhardt off at the end of the back straightaway although he's just inches off his rear deck Earnhardt with tires that are a little bit fresher than Kenny Wallace's charging down into turn one up on the back bumper of the square D machine trying to see if he can find a way around. Kenny comes up off the bottom of the racetrack a little bit more than before this time that's uh, blocking Earnhardt's attempts because he was looking like he was going to try the outside lane. Now they've both cleared the lap traffic and worked single file off turn four. Mike Skinner would like to get up there and be a player in that but he's got a couple of lap cars in front of him. Jeremy Mayfield and Dale Jarrett ride directly ahead and they're running door to door so there's nowhere for him to go as they work their way off two. Skinner rides along in the third spot then you've got Jeffrey Bodine right up on his rear deck in the fourth position. Further back in fifth is Bobby Labonte and Jeff Gordon. Those two cars are nose to tail. 
Now, Kenny Wallace has tires that are 29 laps older than Dale Earnhardt's on his machine and 42 laps older than Bobby Labonte and Jeff Gordon's. Let's see how it works out in the final rundown. So far, able to hold off Dale Earnhardt, but here comes Dale, dropping to the inside lane, gets a nose up alongside Kenny Wallace. Let's see if he can make it stick off four. He's got the car down to the bottom of the racetrack. It sticks a little bit as they come off the turn. It was Kenny Wallace by half a car length, leading Dale Earnhardt back to turn one. Earnhardt down to the inside lane. Kenny Wallace with the older tires, skirting around on the high side of the racetrack. The car slips a bit. Earnhardt is there, but it's dead even at the end of the back straightaway. Now Wallace strong on the outside. He pulls back out in front. But he is still up in that outside lane and has to go the long way around. Earnhardt pinches him off off turn four, squeezes him up to the wall. Earnhardt out in front at lap 431. Dale Earnhardt leads back into turn number one. Now Kenny Wallace falls in line in second. Still two lap cars separating them from Skinner in third. But Earnhardt, let's see what he can do now that he's got the top spot. Hangs on to it out of turn number four. Pretty good scramble going on right now between Jeffrey Bodine and Bobby Labonte as they come out of the corner. Also right in that mix is going to be Jeff Gordon. They go back to one. Racing for the fourth position there. Bobby Labonte trying to take it away from Jeffrey Bodine and Jeff Gordon trying to follow his tire tracks to complete the pass to pick off the fifth spot. Labonte will gain the position at the end of the back straightaway. Gordon tries now to work on Jeffrey Bodine. Tries to stick the nose up underneath Bodine off the corner. Jeffrey shuts him off. Gordon has to fall back in line. Now looks up to his inside again. Won't have the running room down into turn one. Gordon again tries to squeeze to the inside of the racetrack, but Jeffrey Bodine certainly knows Martinsville. He shuts it down on the inside, holds off that inside lane, and Gordon is forced to fall back in line behind him. Jeff Gordon just tucks back in behind Jeffrey Bodine at the front of the field. Earnhardt leads now by a full three car lengths over Kenny Wallace as they go back to turn one. Just showing how much better those tires are now. Once he got by Kenny Wallace, he's driving away, stretches out his lead even more. Kenny Wallace rides second, still with the two lap cars of Dale Jarrett and Jeremy Mayfield, separating him from third place Mike Skinner. Earnhardt comes to the stripe, completes lap 435, leaving 65 to go in the Napa Auto Care 500. Fifty-nine laps to go at Martinsville in today's NASCAR Winston Cup Series race. Final short track event of the season, the Napa Auto Care 500. Dale Earnhardt is the leader. He started in 38th position. He took the lead at lap 431 from Kenny Wallace. And now at 442, he has a lead of about five car lengths on Wallace. Then two lap cars between Wallace and third place Mike Skinner, fourth place Bobby Labonte, and fifth place Jeff Gordon, who all run nose to tail. Earnhardt may have a case of the flu, but he just flew off and left everybody else is what he's trying to do down in turn one. Got a great lead over second place Kenny Wallace and Wallace has worked hard to try to shut down the deficit not able to do it although it may have stabilized for now. It's kind of locked in at about five car lengths between the front two. Bobby Labonte had gained ground and moved away from Jeff Gordon. He gained ground on Mike Skinner and left Gordon behind. Now he's fallen a car length off Skinner's back bumper, and Gordon is closed right back in on him. This is for third, fourth, and fifth. Those three cars having to work some traffic. Jeremy Mayfield going wide up off turn number two, opens the inside lane for the first of those three. Mike Skinner to make the move. Here's Bobby Labonte now driving to the inside of the lap car of Mayfield. Yeah, Skinner gets away a little bit as they come out of the turn. He has daylight between himself and the next couple of cars he'll run down up there. The lap car of Dale Jarrett will be the one he'll have to get around and come up there and put a challenge on Kenny Wallace. For Dale Earnhardt, everything kind of going his way right now, Alan, as he works his way over into turn number three. Not nearly as stressful for him because he's not in heavy traffic right now. He can set the pace where he wants to run, not traffic inside or outside. And if he can keep himself in that position as the laps wind down, he's going to be in pretty good shape. 
right now he's got it all going his way. It'll be a long time before he does catch the tail end of the field. Once he does, though, there's a heavy group of cars that have been beaten and battered around throughout this event that are all kind of running there together in a big group, a lot of them double wide. And when Earnhardt does catch that bunch, it's going to be uh, he's going to have to work really, really hard to hang on to his advantage over Kenny Wallace. Wallace has got his hands full right now. Dale Jarrett's trying to get underneath him. Yeah, Wallace can't be thinking about chasing down Earnhardt. He's got to think about holding off Dale Jarrett. Dale's all over him, trying to get back and get back to the front and get a lap back right up on the bumper of Kenny Wallace as they both go under Dave Marcus. And the more that lap traffic puts pressure on Kenny Wallace and everybody else, the more it is to Dale Earnhardt's liking, kind of takes the pressure off him for the moment. Laps are winding down. 448 are complete. It's Earnhardt in the lead. Kenny Wallace is second. Mike Skinner's third. Bobby Labonte is fourth. Jeff Gordon hangs in there in fifth place right now. Kyle Petty's had a decent day here. He is sixth. Rusty Wallace would be seventh. Jeffrey Bodine eighth. Dale Jarrett ninth. And making up your top ten is Sterling Marlin. Folks at Outback Steakhouse are putting together a pretty good deal for the Outback Steakhouse 200 at Phoenix International Raceway coming up in early November. Having something after the race called the Outback Bloomin' Favorites Bash. It's an invitation-only affair where you can meet Dale Jarrett, Todd Parrott, Dale Earnhardt Jr., and NASCAR's Bryant France while having some terrific Outback food. Win a weekend of Outback proportions by entering either online at Outback.com or on your next visit to Outback Steakhouse, NASCAR's Bloomin' Favorite Race into Outback Steakhouse and win a trip to the Outback Steakhouse 200 at Phoenix International Raceway. No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited. Why is it every time I'm starving to death you talk about food? <laughs> I love talking about Outback. That's terrific food. It really is. May have to be a dinner plan tonight on the way back home. Uh, Dale Earnhardt continues to hold on to his 5-7 car length lead over Kenny Wallace now. Wallace not able to make up any ground on Earnhardt. Remember his tires are some 29 laps older than Earnhardt's, but Bobby Labonte and Jeff Gordon, after making some initial progress in the first couple of laps after the restart, Barney, you've kind of stabilized in line, and it appears that Wallace's decision to take track position over fresh tires, at least right now, is paying off. Got a lot of laps to go, still 48, but right now he's holding his own. Yeah, he's hanging in there in second place, and Earnhardt has gotten around him. Dale's pulled away by some, oh, eight or nine car lengths, but part of that has been the fact that Dale Jarrett's been working on Kenny Wallace, not for a position there, but just to get around and maybe get up there and catch the leader and gain a lap back, but that's not been the case. Mike Skinner still in third. Uh, that pit stop a moment ago kind of put him behind. He lost track position a little bit there. Bobby Labonte still rides very strong here this afternoon. Jeff Gordon still very much a factor in this thing. But Earnhardt right now has a big advantage over everybody out there. Joe Moore as they come back to one. He's got a big advantage, Barney, but we were just talking just a moment ago about how things might change once he catches the tail end of the field. That's about to happen. Earnhardt now closing in on several cars, some of which racing side by side. Maybe Kenny Wallace is laying back out of saving tires, waiting for when Earnhardt catches the rear of the field, knowing that could present some opportunities for him. I don't know. Kenny Wallace is working awful hard to hold off Dale Jarrett, the first car lap down. I think, I don't, I don't know. Well, we'll have to see. Earnhardt's going to catch that end of the pack here in just a couple of minutes. Earnhardt, believe it or not, with only five top five finishes in 1999. Two of them are wins. But he's only got five top fives. He's not been terrific here at Martinsville in recent history. He's got uh, finishes of 22nd and 19th in his last two runs here. Uh, so, you know, this has not been this 
this solid performance like we've seen today what has been happening for Earnhardt here at this particular racetrack of late or for that matter in overwhelming amounts in 1999 but they certainly have had a fast race car moving up from 38th starting spot uh, where they took the green flag earlier this afternoon and despite the fact that he does not have that many top five finishes and good uh, solid finishes all season long the car has been good on occasion at almost every racetrack we've been to Earnhardt works his way through turn number four catches some of that lap traffic that we talked about Marty Snyder has been patrolling up in the area of Dale Earnhardt's pits. Are they pretty anxious up there? Look pretty calm, Marty. Well, actually, they're very calm, Barney, and Earnhardt has not said a word. And uh, actually, that last round of pit stops where Bobby Labonte and Jeff Gordon decided to come in, Dale Earnhardt wanted to come in. Richard Childers had to talk him out of it. He said, we need the track position. The car's good enough to win. Let's leave it out there. They had went around like three or four times on the radio. Finally, crew chief Kevin Hamlin said, had the final say, and he said, no, we're not coming in. That decision so far looks to be a pretty good one. Uh, right now, second place is about to change hands. Dale Jarrett got Kenny Wallace up out of the racing groove, and now Wallace is going to lose positions in three. Mike Skinner dives to the inside, picks off one spot. Here comes Bobby Labonte next to challenge Kenny Wallace. And also, I think if... Bobby Labonte gets by. Likely, Jeff Gordon will, too. Let's see if he does in turn one. Bobby left the lane open up, and sure enough, here comes Jeff Gordon right up on the bumper of Bobby Labonte. All three of those cars making the squeeze by the car of Kenny Wallace. So Kenny Wallace falling back a little bit now after getting shoved up out of the groove by Dale Jarrett. And now it is Mike Skinner who runs in the second spot. Problem is... He's about half a straightaway behind Dale Earnhardt. All that mixing it up has allowed Earnhardt to get away. Earnhardt catches some traffic, though, here on the back straightaway. Swings down to the inside of Mike Bliss. But still, he's about 10 car lengths out in front of Mike Skinner, who's also working traffic. He slides to the inside to get by Kevin LePage. Now the second, third, fourth place cars and fifth place cars all having to work around the lap traffic. And that's going to be Dale Earnhardt's problem here very shortly. Joe Moore, he's off turn two. Earnhardt works his way down the back straightaway. And he does see a lot of traffic stacked up just ahead. It'll be a couple of laps before he catches the likes of uh, Jerry Nadeau, Tony Stewart, and Ricky Craven. Here's a pit stop for Michael Waltrip. This would be an unscheduled stop. Michael in 15th position here. He comes in at lap 463, so that's not a good sign there. As the car of uh, Robert Presley and David Green both come back out from behind the wall and rejoin the event. They were involved in the big multi-car crash at lap 416 that put us under yellow for the seventh time in the race. Earnhardt out of turn number four, comes back down to the start-finish line, and that traffic that we talked about, there's uh, two, four, six, about 12, 10 cars directly ahead that Earnhardt's going to have to thread his way through because there's still quite a few laps to go. He's in the backstretch. Figure Earnhardt's already starting to size up what he's going to do when he catches these cars. Here's Tony Stewart and Jerry Nadeau, the first of those. They are racing side-by-side side right in front of Dale. Off of turn number four now comes the leader to the start-finish line. Stewart moves up to the top side, gives Earnhardt the bottom lane as he works around him in turn one. So that's one down, 15 to go. Off turn number two, he'll fall in behind the Tony Stewart car, working by him, getting uh, now up uh, the rear deck of the Jerry Nadeau car, and just ahead, more cars racing side by side. Three and eight tenths seconds, that's how far back Mike Skinner is, and that's almost a full straightaway here at Martinsville with some lap traffic yet to get around, even before he gets to Earnhardt. Dale, so far, Joe Moore's been able to dispense with everybody that he's caught. Well, the way he's catching the cars is one at a time. He hasn't really run up on a situation where they're racing side by side. They may be for a while, but seems like so far in the last 10 or 15 laps, once Dale catches them, they'll fall back in line and give him some racing room. 
Here is Bobby Labonte with a run underneath Mike Skinner for second spot off turn four. Jeff Gordon going to try and follow him underneath. Skinner in the body, door to door in two. Skinner trying to be as defensive as he can, but he sees Bobby Labonte has the inside lane. That's the best way to get up off turn number two. Labonte even with Skinner fighting side by side into turn three. Just a scramble for second place out of turn number three. Mike has to go way out toward the wall coming out of the corner. Bobby gets a good run on him in the front straightaway, and Bobby Labonte goes up to second. Jeff Gordon now tries to follow the tire tracks of Bobby Labonte down to the inside of Mike Skinner. Skinner, though, slams the door, pulling down to the inside lane. His car fishtails just ever so slightly off turn number two, but at least for now he is successful in holding off Jeff Gordon. Dale Earnhardt leads Bobby Labonte. It's a big lead. Earnhardt almost two-thirds of the front stretch out in front of Labonte. 31 laps to go. Michael Waltrip has just taken his car back to the hauler. Apparently he's done for the race. Dale Earnhardt, the race leader, has made his way through that big heavy pack of traffic we were describing a moment ago. He is out in front with 27 laps to go in the Napa Auto Care 500. From the Martinsville Speedo Trouble off turn four, Chad Little gets a boost from Ricky Craven, spins around in the middle of traffic, brakes slamming on, fenders crunching as everybody squeezes around Chad Little. We see the caution flag with 27 laps to go. And now will the leaders pit? And Bobby Labonte gets another shot at Dale Earnhardt. Another twist in the finish of this race when we come back. For the Martinsville Speedway, this is MRN Radio. The huge lead that Dale Earnhardt had in the closing laps of the Napa 500 has been erased by a caution flag. Contact between Ricky Craven and Chad Little sends Chad spinning in turn four and now brings the leaders to pit road. Lap 476 will be the stops. Earnhardt in. Labonte comes in. Gordon stays out. Gordon's going to stay out and take the track position and the race lead. Here come the rest of the leaders. Let's go to Marty Snyder. It's going to be four tires for Earnhardt and no chassis adjustments. They're very happy with the race car. They just feel like they need a new set of tires. Left side tires going on right now. The jack drops 16.2 seconds. Net on to Jim Phillips. And uh, the, we expected it, uh, Jeff Gordon to play a little impossible down here. And uh, they stayed out on the racetrack. But here comes uh, Mike Skinner and Jeffrey Bodine on the lead lap. Rusty Wallace and Kyle Petty coming in. Uh, Rusty was the last car on the lead lap. He said he wanted four new tires. Mike Skinner was not making any ground. As a matter of fact, he was losing. He's going to get four tires. So four tires for these guys down here on this end of the pit lane. Mr. Kelly. Two tires for Bobby Labonte, 7.81 seconds. Expect that he'll be the first one out of the drivers who did pit and come out right behind Jeff Gordon. An excellent stop for the Interstate Batteries crew, but only two right side tires. Bobby Labonte is indeed the first car to the exit of pit road. He will be second in line behind Jeff Gordon. So, Brian Weitzel in his first race as the crew chief of the defending NASCAR Winston Cup champion team gets put on the spot to make the big call. He says stay on the racetrack, take the track position. Let's go back to pit road. Well, let's get a word with him and ask him why he did that. Uh, track position is worth that much. Brian's going to lean down and talk to us. You didn't pit, Brian. Why? Uh, track position. I mean, it's always important. Even if we don't win the race, we'll still finish in the top five, I think. Can't win the tape. Okay, so that's the story for Brian Weitzel. Track position. You guys called it. And Brian proving he has the guts to make the call and stick with it. And not a a bad one, I don't think, for Jeff Gordon. We've got 22 laps to go when they come off the corner up here this time. And at worst, he's probably going to finish in the top three somewhere in that range. So I think it's a pretty good gamble. We will find out as uh, Jeff Gordon now is out in front. It'll be Bobby Labonte on right side tires in second. Then the cars with four tires. Dale Earnhardt third. Jeffrey Bodine fourth. Mike Skinner fifth. Kenny Wallace sixth. Kyle Petty seventh. And Rusty Wallace, last on the lead lap, will be 
in the eighth position. So that is the way things will shake out here when we get ready to go back at it in just a minute. Hey, fans, time to pick up the phone and vote. Your chance to support your favorite driver for the National Motorsports Press Association Most Popular Driver Award for the NASCAR Winston Cup Series. If you've got a touchstone phone, you can vote by calling 1-900-903-0909. And the call costs 79 cents. And that's for the NASCAR Winston Cup Series Most Popular Driver for 1999. 900-903-0909. Voting ends midnight, November 23rd. Going to be an interesting finish here at Martinsville this afternoon. Jeff Gordon stays on the racetrack and will take the lead. They'll be lining up for a restart here in just a moment. Bobby Labonte will line up right behind him in the second spot. Dale Earnhardt will restart third. Jeffrey Bodine fourth. Mike Skinner fifth. Kenny Wallace sixth. Seventh would be Kyle Petty. Rusty Wallace would be the final car on the lead lap. He will start eighth. Then it's Hutt Strickland and Dale Jarrett making up the top ten. Not much going to change, assuming they finish like they are right now, as far as any big spread in the points deal. Going to be pretty much like it was. Yeah, I think so. With uh, the problems that both Dale Jarrett and Mark Martin have had today, they've both come back to get respectable finishes, certainly for Jarrett, who had that rubber grommet that holds the valve stem in place on his right front tire melt earlier in the event. At lap 97 specifically, he fell back to 38th spot at the time, has come back now to be the first, uh, make that the second car, one lap down in the 10th position. Uh, For Mark Martin, he had a flat tire at lap 223. He fell to 36th spot. He's back in 18th position. And Bobby Labonte running second right now, uh, third in the championship, stands to gain a little bit of ground on Jarrett and Martin if he can finish at least there. But he is going to be right on Jeff Gordon's back bumper when we go back racing the next time by. Man, it's going to be a good finish. I believe it's going to be a whale of one. The fans are going to talk about this. Nobody's leaving. They want to see how this one comes out here at Martinsville this afternoon. As they were just given the indication, they're about to go back to green. The pace car easing down on pit road. Jeff Gordon is a leader. He did not pit. He stayed out there. Everybody else came in and changed tires. Bobby Labonte got a couple out there. Uh, tires, let's see what happens. Down to the line. Green flag about to go in the air. And Jeff Gordon gets a good restart. He'll pull away by almost a couple of car lengths and dive down to the bottom of the racetrack in turn one. Gordon swings out in front of Hunt Strickland. The first of the cars is a lap down. Now Bobby Labonte trapped behind that car. Now he pulls up alongside Hunt Strickland, races with him with Earnhardt just behind him entering turn three. Earnhardt honking the chrome horn on Labonte's back bumper, gave him a couple of wraps down the back straightaway. Another couple more down the front stretch. He's pushing him across the start-finish line, trying to nudge him by the lap car of Hunt Strickland. Earnhardt working to the outside of Strickland and just behind the car of Bobby Labonte. Body. Here now as they exit turn number two and hit the back straight away. Kyle Petty makes contact, gets some damage on the left side of his car. Leaders working off turn four. Dale Earnhardt just dived underneath Bobby Labonte going into turn number three. He is up to second spot. Unfortunately, Jeff Gordon, while all that was going on, is pulled away by five or six car lengths, and they've got Hutt Strickland between Earnhardt and the leader. Earnhardt goes to work on Strickland right here off turn number two, falls in behind him, looks to the outside, but Strickland pretty strong, holding off Dale Earnhardt for now. Kyle Petty has had contact with someone the Fender is in on his left front tire. He's smoking. Bobby Labonte's car just not reacting well to the two tires. Cars are going by him on the inside. Jeffrey Bodine has just passed him to take third. Jeffrey went to the inside of Bobby Labonte, picked off that position. Bobby struggling to get back in line. He's got some lap cars that are passing him. Meanwhile, Earnhardt's not having a lot of success in getting by Hunt Strickland. It's a good deal when, when you get out front. We've talked about it all day long. When you're out there on a restart all by yourself, you can pick the line you want to go in the corner, the speed you want to go in the corner. You don't have to worry about anybody underneath you, outside, inside, whatever. You're going to be hard to chase down, and the laps are winding down in a hurry right now. There are 15 to go for Jeff Gordon, the leader. Here he is up in turns three and four, hangs right at the bottom of the racetrack. 
He's got her in the wind down to the start finish line. The laps are winding down for driver Dale Earnhardt and the rest of the field to catch him and win this race. They're back in turn two. Jordan's about, about four car lengths over the lap car of Hunt Strickland, and Earnhardt is not able to get by Strickland. Strickland is really fast in this sequence. Earnhardt about two car lengths off his rear deck, then the two lap cars of Jeff Burton and Dale Jarrett before third place, Jeffrey Bodine. Burton and Jarrett are racing Strickland for position, so he can't afford to just get out of the throttle and let Earnhardt go. That and the fact that Earnhardt hasn't really caught him yet to pressure him. It's got Earnhardt still in behind him. And Dale's not able to catch him, so he can't uh, even think about putting a pass on him as of yet. Hunt Strickland about a car length and a half out in front of second place, Dale Earnhardt. They work their way out of the corner. Twelve laps to go this time for leader Jeff Gordon as he heads back into turns one and two. That gamble might just pay off for him here this afternoon. Here they come back up off turn number two. Jeff Gordon still with about a four-car length lead over Earnhardt, who's still trapped behind the car of Hunt Strickland. Saw Jeffrey Bodine stick his nose out of the pack a couple of times. He's trying to clear some lap traffic, but to no avail, he'll settle back in line. Now Hunt Strickland goes wide off turn four. Here comes Dale Earnhardt underneath him. He clears the lap traffic into turn number one. Let's go to pit road. It's more than a tire problem for Bobby Devani. The motor's starting to lay down on the interstate battery. Pontiac, that's why he's losing so much time. Bobby Devani's falling all the way back to seventh position. There will be 10 laps to go for the leader, Jeff Gordon, this time. But if he looks in that rearview mirror, about eight car lengths behind comes Dale Earnhardt. They're back in two. Earnhardt squeezes the car down to the inside lane of turn number two, tries to close in on Gordon, but not having a whole lot of success as of yet. Gordon still maintains a six-car length lead at the end of the back straightaway. Gordon on older tires than Earnhardt. Earnhardt clear of the lap traffic, trying to run him down across the stripe. Nine laps to go in the race. Make it about seven, six car lengths for Earnhardt to make up. You better believe Earnhardt's doing all he can here in the closing laps to shut down this deficit between himself and race leader Jeff Gordon, but he's not having a lot of success. It's still six car lengths coming back to turn three. Nobody on that racetrack right now is running through the corner any harder than Dale Earnhardt is. I'll guarantee you he's earning his nickel the way he's hustling that race car through the turn. They're back in turn two. Jeff Gordon shows the way. There's no lap traffic in front of the field now as they come back down the back straight away, and Earnhardt does all he can, but again, is not able to shut down the distance. Don't know that the leaders are going to catch the tail end of the field before the checkers wade. If they do, that could be a factor. The cars of Dave Marcus and Chad Little, along with Terry Labonte, are ahead of Jeff Gordon and Dale Earnhardt. Seven laps to go. They're back in turn one. Gordon drops it down on the inside lane of turn one. Now through turn two and flashing onto this back straightaway. He will catch the car of Chad Little. Little rolling very slowly here down the back stretch. Gordon flashes by him. Earnhardt as well goes to the high side to get by Little. And Jeff Gordon has had experience over the last couple of years particularly. He knows how to take care of those tires, knows what to do with that race car. Not overextend it, but he is being caught. They're back in turn two. This time Earnhardt does close in a bit within about four car lengths of the race leader as Gordon now comes to the end of the back straightaway. Sees Dave Marcus sitting right in the middle of the racetrack. Gordon begins to work on getting around that lap car. Gordon goes up to the top side of the racetrack. Marcus down to the inside allows the leader to race on through. Here comes Earnhardt to the top side of Dave Marcus. Five laps to go. Earnhardt goes wide to get by Marcus while Gordon Gets the good run up off turn number two. He hits the back straight away. It's four car lengths between Gordon and Dale Earnhardt. Four laps to go this time for Jeff Gordon. Here he is off turn number four. Back down to the line. Earnhardt three car lengths back, and the laps are winding down. They've got plenty of daylight between. No traffic around. It's not going to be a factor for them. They go back to turn two. Setting it right down on the inside lane of turns one and two. Both cars running an identical line through that end of the racetrack. On the back straightaway, Earnhardt tries to reel him in, but still four car lengths between himself and Gordon. 
Laps are running out quickly on Dale Earnhardt to try and catch and pass Jeff Gordon. Across the stripe, 497 in the books. Three to go. Make it two car lengths between the top two. They're closing in on some more traffic. Terry Labonte's car just ahead. Now while Hunt Strickland spins off turn number two, leaders have cleared, but everyone else having to scramble off turn two. Hunt Strickland gets the car in a straight line, tries to get down to the apron of the racetrack, and no caution is coming onto the speedway as they race back down to the line. Two laps to go for Jeff Gordon as he heads over to turn two. Earnhardt is still two car lengths off the rear deck of Jeff Gordon as they close in on Terry Labonte. Labonte pulls over, gives him plenty of racing room. Here they come to the end of the back straight away with Gordon showing the way. Hutt Strickland gets the car fired. This race will finish under green. Here's Gordon down to the line looking for the white flag. He sees it. Earnhardt, two car lengths back. Final lap, they go to one. Last opportunity for Dale Earnhardt. If he's got anything, he's going to have to pour it on now. Gordon brings him off turn number two. Down the back straight away. Fans are standing here waiting to see if Dale can make anything happen. He's right up on the bumper of Jeff Gordon at four. Tries to get to him in turn four. Gordon gets the run off the corner. He'll hold him off. Jeff Gordon wins in Brian Weitzel's debut as a NASCAR Winston Cup crew chief, makes the strategy call, stays on the racetrack for track position, and Gordon holds off a late charge by Dale Earnhardt to score the victory in the Napa Auto Parts 500 at Martinsville. Exciting finish. We had a little bit of everything thrown in there today. The two of the sports best going at it right down to the checkered flag. But it was Gordon on the older tires who held off Earnhardt to score the victory for 1999. That is win number six for the DuPont team. Good, solid short track racing here this afternoon. The fans can go away from this one and say we got our nickels worth here at Martinsville. We'll hear from the winner and the other top finishers when we come back. NASCAR Today continues on MRN Radio. Sponsored by Ford. The official truck of NASCAR is built Ford Tough. The Napa 500 at Martinsville is over. Jeff Gordon is going to victory lane, scoring a win for the sixth time in the 1999 NASCAR Winston Cup Series season. New crew chief Brian Weitzel made the call under the caution at lap 476 to stay on the speedway and take over the race lead. When the others around them came down for tires, Gordon held off a furious last lap's charge by Dale Earnhardt, and the call was the right one as they end up in victory lane after winning today's race. Earnhardt finished second, Jeffrey Bodine third, Rusty Wallace fourth, and Kenny Wallace fifth. Victory lane shortly first. Let us hear from today's runner-up, Dale Earnhardt. Dale Earnhardt still sitting in the car, getting ready to crawl out. He's had an ice-cold drink of water. Dale, I tell you what, a lot of people would be happy with 38 to second, but I know you're not. You didn't need that last caution. Well, we didn't. Uh, I tell you, the guys really worked hard, and I might have overdrove it trying to catch him, but I settled down there, and I started catching him, and, you know, he, 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 played, he played the cars right, I reckon. Uh, traffic, an 18 car, I think, was missing or something, and, you know, it gave him the edge to get away from us, and then I had to run him back down, so time run out on us. You got to him, but just couldn't get around him? Yeah, I, I got to him too late. <laughs> How do you feel physically? The guy said you'd been a little bit under the weather. Pretty bad. I, you know, I felt bad all night. I've got some kind of flu bug. It doesn't matter. We'll be at Dale Earnhardt Chevrolet tomorrow signing autographs two to five. So. That's the thoughts of Dale Earnhardt. He comes home second today. Can't be too unhappy with second. He put on a heck of a run here this afternoon. Let's go down to Marty Snyder. Well, uh, we would talk to Jeffrey Bodine normally here, but he a little fatigued uh, from the uh, hot weather today. And we'll talk to Kenny Wallace. Nice fifth-place finish. I bet you passed more cars than anybody else out there today, didn't you? Uh, hey, man, you know, Square D race car ran excellent. You know, I mean, you know, we're a good team. You know, we're part of a first-car team. Kenny Schrader's had a lot of time, but 
I'm really proud of my crew chief. We took a gamble to try to win that race. You know, we had a little more laps on our tires than Jeff Gordon did. It paid off for him. You know, he had about 30, 40 less, less laps than him. These races are too hard to win to try to follow the leader in the pits all the time. So, you know, you got to make a gamble, everyone. It didn't pay off for us, but I tell you what, it was vintage Martin Rob about wrecked twice. And, uh, you know, you had guys racing for top fives, and then you had guys a lap down racing for eighth and ninth. So everybody was in the right. It was just Martinsville. You got out of the car and went straight to the right front and looked at a big hole. When did that happen, and what happened up there? Oh, man. Those last five laps, Bobby Labonte had a problem. I tried to get down underneath him and couldn't. Sterling Marlin was there. I hit Bobby. Bobby about wrecked him myself, so we are lucky. Oh, survival for Kenny Wallace today as he comes home fifth. Kenny uh, gave it a great run, but uh, didn't work out the strategy call. And, uh, you know, one of those things. Still, they had a top five finish and a solid effort for the Square D team here today. And uh, Wallace, again, finishing just behind his brother Rusty in the number five spot. Jeff Gordon wins. Dale Earnhardt second. Jeffrey Bodine third. Rusty Wallace fourth. Kenny Wallace fifth. We'll hear from some of the others in the top five in just a moment. Members of the media covering today's Napa Auto Care 500 have voted the Goodies Headache Award of $3,600 to John Andretti. And rightfully so. He was running second at lap 290 when a crash happened in front of him and he had nowhere to go and piled into the back of it. He was the first car out of the race and finishes in 43rd today. So $3,600 and a sample of goodies to John Andretti. Let's go back down to Winston Kelly. Well, we're waiting on uh, several of the other drivers. Uh, They all scattered from the gas pumps. Rusty Wallace up in his trailer changing clothes. So we'll get a comment from him momentarily along with Jeffrey Bodine. Let's check into Victory Lane and see if we can get a word with Jeff Gordon. Okay, Barney, here we go. Let me get through here. About 80 laps to go. You're on a set of tires that's been on there a while. Your crew chief says don't come in. Did you think you could win with that? Well, you know, we saw what Earnhardt did with track position uh, just prior to that. And, you know, if you could get in clean traffic, uh, you know, we had a shot at it. And, uh, you know, this is just a blessing from God. Uh, This team... uh, you know, they kept faith in themselves and in one another, and they stayed together. And I tell you, if it wasn't for uh, for God, we wouldn't be where we are here today. But uh, we wouldn't be here today if it wasn't for Ray Evernham either. And, um, you know, i got to say hey to him. I mean, he's the one that orchestrated these guys. Uh, Hendrick Motorsports uh, just has so many resources. And uh, I want to say hey to Rick. Uh, man, we just love him. And, you know, uh, I think this is a sign of good things to come. And uh, we're really excited to be here in Victory Lane today. About the first uh, three quarters of this race, it's like you're about a third or fourth place car, and that's about it. Well, we never could get the track position, and then we couldn't go long enough green flag runs. Um, you know, we were in good shape. Uh, you know, uh, there there was some inexperience that caught up with us. I uh, I wanted to come in on, on that first stop, and as soon as I came in, the caution came out, and we should have stuck with our game plan. And from there on, we did. And uh, I tell you what, Brian Weitzel. Uh, did a great job. I'm so proud of him, proud of all these guys uh, on this DuPont Chevrolet. They deserve a lot of credit because uh, they could have very easily stepped away from this program and gone in a different direction, but they've been supporting us, and uh, we just love it, you know, and uh, it sure does feel good to get here in Victor Lane. That answers a lot of questions, doesn't it? Yes, it does. Did it bother you that Earnhardt had fresher tires than you and he was looming in your mirror? Oh, it wasn't a pretty sight. You know, I, I never had to be, uh, be so smooth in a race car in all my life. I mean, it's so, you know, easy to just tell yourself to drive in deeper, drive in deeper. But I was trying to drive in real easy, keep that thing on the bottom. The good thing was that we were really good on long runs today. And uh, my car was driving up off the corner pretty good there at the end. I was slipping sliding a little bit, but, uh, you know, uh, I knew it was going to be close. Let me get over here and talk to this uh, rookie crew chief. 
congratulations. Now you can retire and you'd have a thousand percent. You'd be the best in history. Yeah, but that's not what we're about. I mean, again, I mean, I don't know how many times it's been said, but the reason we're here is Ray Avernam. You know, he, he got this whole deal set up. He, he taught us how to do it. All we're doing is following it through. So, you know, this one's for him, you know, and for all the stuff that we've gone through. Uh, very happy. I mean, obviously, Jeff Gordon got it done. Rick Hendrick gives us what we need to do. So we just do it. Looks like these guys have rattled around you, though, and, and they did a perfect job today in the pits. They did. I mean, the team is definitely what got it done. Uh, that's what we were set up to do. You know, the team did not fall apart. We're still here, and uh, we're still running good. And they made the right call today, and Jeff Gordon wins at Martinsville. Everything falls into place. The gamble paid off, and Jeff Gordon will win his sixth Winston Cup race of 1999. Let's go back down to the pits. Marty Snyder. Well, Jeffrey Bodine comes home a strong third today. The Martinsville Master, not only was the car overheating, you were overheating a little bit hot in the race car. First of all, how was the car overheating? How did that affect you today? i tell you, we're lucky. Uh, Dennis Fisher and John Wilson did a great job with the engine. It ran hot and got a caution, and it came in, put some water in it to cool it off. But it still ran hot and it lost some power, but it was still good enough to get third. Uh, the car was great most of the day. Uh, made a few little adjustments as the race went on, but i tell you, the power team has a lot to be proud of today. Joe and Nancy back up in Maine. Happy birthday, Nancy. It's her birthday this weekend. Wish we could have won, but third isn't bad. Uh, we're sure getting better, and we're just tickled to death with all that's happening to this team and what happened today. Uh, watch out in the future. This team just gets uh, better. We're going to win before the year's out. My prediction, his prediction, they're going to win. Obviously, finishing third with an overheating engine. If that hadn't have happened, could you have won this race? Well, I don't know. I really don't know. Uh, we had a great car at the end. Uh, we were really fast. We just got behind some traffic uh, when uh, somebody spun out off it, too. Uh, we're lucky to get by, past that and still finish third. We're happy. Uh, congratulations, Gordon. Earnhardt did a great job today. It was a good, good race for everybody. Well, best finish of the year for Jeffrey Bodine in their first top ten since February. Happy guys. Jeffrey Bodine comes home third today. And to get a word with Dale Earnhardt, we go to Winston Kelly. Well, talking to uh, Rusty Wallace, we caught up with Dale a little bit earlier. Rusty, I tell you what, if counting a little bit ago when we were talking, you lost a total of five laps at different times and got them back. Tell us about today's run. This is probably one of the hardest days we've had. There's no doubt about that. The car was pretty good. I think we had an easy top three car. I don't know if we had a winning car. I was push pushing too much in the center of the corner all day long and then loose up off. But we made a scheduled pit stop, and the caution flew. We lost two there. And so we got back going again. Then we made another scheduled pit stop and lost two again when a caution flew. I'm like, man, will this ever quit, you know? And we just kept losing laps. And finally, I started getting them back one at a time at different points during the race. And right there at the end, uh, we didn't put tires on, which I thought was the wrong call. And uh, But Robin made the right call by keeping me out in those old tires. And me and Burton got gone, and, and uh, we got that last lap back. And then got back around there and uh, started reeling them in. And then it was just a matter of uh, getting the right brakes. And... Uh, uh, there was a bunch of cars that got racing really hard, hard in turn one. I had four sticker tires. And when they had their misfortune, I got underneath them. I got to, up to fourth, and that's the way it ended. Two, two, and one. That does sound like five laps that you got them back. Tell us about that last pit stop call and running those other guys down because you made up a lot of spots just in those last 30 laps. Yeah, we sure did. It was just, uh, you know, one, the, Robin kept me out to get that lap back. And I, I got to tell you, I got my hats off to him because I disagreed with that call because I thought that it put a bunch of guys on my bumper with fresh tires, and I'd be in trouble. But it didn't work out that way. We got gone and got that lap back, and then at the end, then it was time to put four tires on. Then we put the four tires on, and everything went good. He's won multiple times here at Martinsville. Today, it's fourth. 
And so we've heard from our top five finishers, Jeff Gordon, Dale Earnhardt, Jeffrey Bodine, and Rusty Wallace, and Kenny Wallace. When we come back, we will have the full field finishing order for you. First, we pause 10 seconds for station identification on MRN Radio, the voice of NASCAR racing. At Martinsville Speedway, fans beginning to file out after the Napa Auto Care 500, won by Jeff Gordon. The final rundown when we come back. Back at Martinsville Speedway as the fans file out after today's Napa Auto Care 500. The victory photos being taken with Jeff Gordon and company after winning this event today. Before we give you the rundown, time for Barney and I to select the winner of the Ray Bestest Break of the Race Award. $500 to Motor Racing Outreach Children's Ministries in the name of the driver with the best break. We have chosen Jeffrey Bodine. I like Jeffrey Bodine. You, we, you heard our guys say in the pits that they were the engine was getting hot in the car and they were out there under green flag conditions. Had they come in, they'd lost an awful lot of spots. Then the caution comes out. Jeffrey's able to get on pit road. They cool the thing down and he comes back and posts a third place run. I'm going to go in that direction. $500 to Motor Racing Outreach Children's Ministries in the name of Jeffrey Bodine, the break of the race award winner today from Ray Bestis Brakes, the official brakes of NASCAR. Jeff Gordon will win here this afternoon. Dale Earnhardt will finish second. Jeffrey Bodine runs third. Rusty Wallace posted a fourth-place finish. Kenny Wallace was fifth. Sixth goes to Mike Skinner. Kyle Petty was seventh. Bobby Labonte is eighth. Jeff Burton ran ninth. Dale Jarrett was tenth. Sterling Marlin, eleventh. Steve Park will finish twelfth. Ward Burton, thirteenth. Hut Strickland had a good day. He will finish 14th. Jeremy Mayfield was 15th. Mark Martin bounced back to a 16th place run. Jimmy Spencer was 17th. 18th will go to Ricky Rudd. Ted Musgrave was 19th. Bill Elliott, 20th. Ken Schrader will finish 21st. Wally Dollenbach, 22nd. Darrell Waltrip, 23rd. Ricky Craven, 24th. And Elliott Sadler make up the top 25. Finishing 26th with Jerry Nadeau. Kevin LePage is 27th. Johnny Benson, 28th. Rick Mass, 29th. And Bobby Hamilton, 30th. 31st was Chad Little, Mike Bliss was 32nd, Michael Waltrip 33rd, Dave Marcus 34th, and Robert Presley 35th, 36th to David Green, Rich Bickle 37th, Joni Macek 38th, Kenny Irwin 39th, and Terry Labonte gets 40th, Tony Stewart to 41st, Brett Bodine 42nd, and John Andretti finished in 43rd position. 15 lead changes among 11 drivers today. Mike Skinner led the most laps, two times for 138 laps. He also led it halfway and took the $10,000 Gatorade Front Runner Award. Eight caution flags for 78 laps. And a total of eight drivers out of the 43 starters finished on the lead lap. Dale Jarrett will hang on to the championship over Bobby Labonte, who moves back around Mark Martin into second. And the lead there, 251 points. With now six races remaining in the season, Tony Stewart and Jeff Burton round out the top five. Jeff Gordon just behind in six. The unofficial numbers today, of course, the official total released by NASCAR on Monday morning. And so that wraps it up from here in Martinsville today. Jeff Gordon with his 48th career NASCAR Winston Cup win. All 47 previous victories scored with Ray Abraham as crew chief, but the new era begins in fine style. Brian Weitzel getting a victory in his first day, um, officially calling the shots for the team, and uh, the sixth win of 99 for Jeff Gordon and the Hendrick Motorsports Group. And you know Ray is proud of that team because he, he really built quite a dynasty there. And uh, I, as I said earlier today, they're not going to go away. Uh, they, th that team is just too solid. They've got good people on it, and he'll win his share of races. We're going to see some good races coming up as the season winds down. We'll be in Talladega in a couple of weeks. Uh, that's, <laughs> there's no, they don't race any place in the world like they do there. There'll be some good racing in Charlotte. We'll be going down to Rockingham, some great racing there. And a new track uh, down at Homestead, Florida. We'll be going down there for the Winston Cup team. So kind of looking forward to the season winding down in a way and in a way not yeah uh going to be exciting as we run out the rest of the nascar winston cup championship that's for sure next weekend it is charlotte for the nascar winston cup and nascar bush series teams saturday and sunday for those races then two weeks 
It's Talladega at the Winston 500 for the Winston Cup cars live on Motor Racing Network at 12.30 Eastern Time. Ticket offices open at Talladega, Rockingham, Homestead, uh, Phoenix, and all the tracks hosting upcoming NASCAR Winston Cup Series events. I want to thank Sherry Smith for the scoring and statistical work here at Martinsville today. Our production assistant this weekend was Nick Bobel. NASCAR Today, the latest racing news throughout the week on these MRN stations with Joe Moore. Tuesday night, 7 Eastern, Eli Gold talks to the stars of NASCAR on NASCAR Live and opens the phones for you. NASCAR drivers comment on issues of the day and the world of racing weekdays, as well as car care tips with Gary Nelson, the Winston Cup Series Director on NASCAR Garage. All of that during the week on many of these MRN stations. Joe Moore called the backstretch for us today. Jim Phillips, Winston Kelly, and Marty Snyder were in the pit and garage areas. And now for Barney Hall. Alan Bestwick saying so long for Martinsville. Jeff Gordon has won today's Napa Auto Care 500. MRN Radio. Coverage of the NASCAR Winston Cup Series has come to you from the Martinsville Speedway. Sponsored by Raybestos Brakes for quality and safety. Ask for Raybestos, the best in brakes. By Coca-Cola, the official soft drink of NASCAR fans. By the Y-Track Grand Prix by Pontiac. Wider is better. By Wix Filters, the only filters officially licensed by NASCAR. Wix for NASCAR and your car. By 76 Products, makers of NASCAR high-performance motor oil. By Budweiser, Beechwood aged for a crisp, clean, classic taste. By STP Complete Fuel System Cleaner. By Craftsman, 1,800 hand tools made in America and guaranteed forever by Borg Warner Brand Auto Parts. Borg Warner Brand is officially licensed by NASCAR. By Gatorade Thirst Quencher, you either have it in you or you don't. Gatorade, is it in you? By Parts Plus, see your local Parts Plus store for NASCAR officially licensed auto parts. By Chase Authentics, the official trackside apparel of NASCAR. By Ford, the official truck of NASCAR is built Ford Tough. By Sears Die Hard, keep listening for details of the Sears Die Hard Fan of the Year contest. By Remington, makers of the Remington 870, a America's Pump Gun, by Move Chassis Parts, the only chassis parts officially licensed by NASCAR, by Peerless, the do-it-yourself faucet, by McDonald's, check out the speed and accuracy of NASCAR's official drive through two-way communication by racing radios. For trackside rental and sales, visit the TrackScan vendor, an authorized affiliate of racing radios, by Bell South Mobility, get your heart racing with sailor service from Bell South Mobility, by the Home Depot, the official home improvement warehouse of NASCAR, by Purolator Oil Filters. Pure Oil Now, Pure Oil Later, Pure Later, by T. Monte Carlo, Chevy, the Cars More Champions Trust, and by the Outback Steakhouse, NASCAR's bloomin' favorite. The executive producer of MRN Radio is David Hyatt, sales manager Rick Goolsby, senior producer Mark Williams, key grip Steve Usina, chief engineer Harry Howard, broadcast engineers Cameron Smith and Larry Sweeney, traffic manager Stephanie Ellis, executive assistant Sandra Good, affiliate relations Cheryl Marzello, Peter DiGiorgio and Chris Simeon, remote operations David Brandt and Ed LaRue, production assistant Robin Vandegraaff. This is Rick Lewis. This broadcast was a production of MRN Radio, a division of International Speedway Corporation. This has been MRN Classic Races, presented by Sunoco, the official fuel of NASCAR, and brought to you by Hercules Tires, right on our strength. Join us every Thursday for more classic races from the MRN Vault.